This is a HeadGum Podcast. Shout out to Claritin for sponsoring this episode and providing us with samples. Now, I don't know if you're like me, but if you are, allergies can wreck almost anything when they're happening. I have allergies all the time in like the spring, you know, whenever there's allergies around and I use this, you should also use it too. It's as simple as that. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and, that's right, and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, and an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. All of those things I just said, it's like a cocktail for the worst thing you can imagine, but not being able to breathe or that I'll get that thing where I go to sleep and then I wake up and I can breathe through one side of my face, but not the other. It's one of the worst feelings. And then when you blow your nose, you just can't because it feels like something's going to explode in there. That's where Claritin D is going to come in and help. So if you are ready to live life as if you don't have allergies, it is time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Welcome to another brand new All Fantasy Everything, ladies and gentlemen. The podcast that does a, a double backflip into a swimming pool, cracks its head on the side of the pool, and while it's laying on the side, bleeding out into a pile of a puddle, even, that eventually mixes with both some spilled suntan lotion and a, and a Miller High Life that had been knocked over. And the slurry of those three liquids creates a slick, and... In that slick, you see your own reflection as you slowly pass into unconscious and you think about your life and you think, oh, I can fantasy draft some of that. <laughs> Just laying in a p- pile of blood. Yeah, you're fine, by the way. You make it, and, but you never double black backflip into a pool again. It's single backflips <laughs> from here on out for you, young man. Is this the last episode of the show? No, 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 no. <laughs> they all, for the last, since my breakup, have all sort of started dark <laughs> like this. Getting, been getting dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, today on the podcast, as you probably read in the description, we are drafting sidekicks, not the cell phone thing from the 90s or early okay, 2000s. Were you open the phone? Yeah, the, yeah was the that what they phone. were? Yeah, Samsung. Psych- Samsung sidekick. Unless that was somebody's funny pick. It was, not anymore. You were going to go with that? It was low on my list, but we it was were on all, there. It was, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad we've stricken it from the record. <laughs> so we're going to have to go deeper for novelty picks here. Uh, but we're, yeah, sidekicks. J- yeah, no main kicks here. No main kicks. No, just off to the side. Main kicks, a whole other podcast. Uh, today, drafting sidekicks with me, we have a stand-up comedian, podcast host, author. Yeah. Alex Falcone. Best-selling author. Best-selling author. That's, that's the best-selling book I've ever written. Beth- 
<laughs> it's the number one on the Alex Falcone. It is of my books. Do you know who I envy is the comedian Beth Stelling? Because if she ever sure. puts out a book, she's a Beth Stelling author. <laughs> and if you <laughs> and if you slur it oh, enough, oh, that's pretty good. You're none. You're none the wiser. <laughs> At Alex underscore Falcone yeah, on Twitter. Under thing in there. There's the underscore in there. Author of the book which you just handed me, Unwrap My Heart. Yeah, it's a romance novel about a teenage girl who falls in love with a mummy. Oh. She doesn't know he's a mummy at the time. No. That would be ridiculous. Very, Don't spoil you, your own book. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it, there's a co- on the cover, it's a girl's hand holding with a mummy. So yeah. you kind of know. Oh. <laughs> it's spoiled. He, also, the I back. have bad eyes. I can't see it from all the way five feet over. The, the back so. also spoils it. Also the title. Yeah. All right. This thing's full of, but it's, <laughs> the publishing house, completely legitimate publishing. That's very funny. Yeah, it turned yeah, yeah. out to be a mistake. Why? Because uh, somebody bought one one of the audiobooks and it yeah. listed as a, a completely legitimate publishing, and their credit card rejected the charge, because they didn't think it sounded legitimate. <laughs> how, do you, how do you mess that up? What do you, but that's like an FBI van that puts, like, flowers by Irving on the side of it. Or, like, like it's not, not a police too, van. Yeah, right, that's too clever of a... <laughs> Uh, that's very funny. Well, that you wrote it with a, a fellow named Ezra Fox. Do you do your podcast with him yeah, as yeah. well? Yeah, he's with my podcast co-host. Pub, uh, of the Read It and Weep podcast. That's correct. Which I did ages ago, back when we minute. were still uh, bouncing around the Rose City, Portland, Oregon, Little Amsterdam, a lot of people call it. Nobody Jewel calls of the that, Pacific yeah. Northwest. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody calls it that. But yeah, that's when you did the podcast. It was yeah, great. Well, yeah, we're on like episode 390, so oh I'm going around God. for a minute. Us too, so... <laughs> <laughs> You're in the in the 30, you're 30 in, I think this is going to be 32. Double figures. Unless somebody says something controversial and we have to bump it. And then this is the lost episode. And then it's the last episode that we put out after I'm gunned down in my prime. Uh, the podcast, uh, <laughs> read it. If you die early, yeah. the race for a comedian to tweet that I know. will be unbelievable. I've thought about it forever. I'm going to build a bot just in case. You should, as soon as, even when the there's unconfirmed reports. Yeah. Even if you see me, like, struggling up a staircase, you should tweet it. <laughs> Just regularly. <laughs> uh, not only is Alex Falcone here, uh, we, we are also joined by stand-up comedian Phoebe Bottoms. Hello. At Phoebe Bottoms on Twitter. That's me. Uh, you may know she was recently at the Bridgetown Comedy Festival. I was there. You were there doing stand-up comedy? Yes, I was. And also puppetry, which you do. I did do some of that. I did some playing with dolls in mm-hmm. front of other human people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One might even say Muppetry. Muppetry. Some might say Muppetry. Yeah. It was funny. I've never I've never seen puppets that up close before. It's compelling. And oh, she's thanks, very guys. good at it. Yeah. You guys, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. So this whole pocket, we're just drafting things we like about you and your puppets. <laughs> I like the way they walk. Yeah. I want five things from both of you on my desk tomorrow morning. <laughs> Absolutely. You need to get a desk first. Uh, the, the, so, top five, I like that she doesn't have a desk. Yeah. <laughs> she writes on the couch when she wants to. Yeah. She writes on the uh, yeah on one of those TV trays from when you were sick and you would eat grilled cheese sandwiches. Did you guys ever have those? Yeah. TV yeah. trays or grilled cheese sandwiches? We'll start with the first one because I feel like grilled cheese. <laughs> but if you've never had a grilled cheese, that's an interesting story too. It is. I have. Sadly. I love a TV tray. I love the TV. I love we it. We don't have them anymore. Now no. it's just my pants. <laughs> now it's just my fucking pants, and that's my TV tray, and I'll put whatever on there. I don't I, care. If I, I, I also chicken. also eat over my pants, and yeah. I was reading recently. There was a, somebody was saying you're not supposed to wash jeans. Yes, and you're not supposed to. But that sounds like a person who has a table. That is. A- <laughs> That, that is somebody with the table. If you're not supposed to wash them, how do you get the hot sauce out? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got mustard on all of my jeans. What am I, what don't, are you I, what about? I don't have fucking hot sauce on my jeans? <laughs> what am I, not how you live my best life? It's ridiculous. Uh, speaking of best life, I should update the list. Sean Jordan and David Borey have it. Well, Sean was on the last one. But David Borey's just been in fucking Norway 
for some reason. Really? He didn't, he didn't explain it to me or anybody. Anyway, he's over in Norway just whiling out. And Sean huh. Jordan is uh, on the road for a couple of weeks. Yeah. He's so in the Rose City. He's in the Rose City right now at a Harvey's Comedy Club, right? Yeah, but he doesn't want anyone to know that because he's really embarrassed about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It would be a so pity he... if it ended up on a podcast where a bunch of people know a lot about him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get at him on Twitter and tell him how cool you think it is that he's working at Harvey's Comedy Club. Yeah. The uh, probably the best comedy club in that particular building in Portland. In, uh, it's the best comedy club in the heroin district yes. in Portland. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which was getting smaller and smaller. Is that sad? Shout out to gentrification. <laughs> <laughs> uh, today, so what? First of all, do I like to do this up top because at the end maybe nobody listens. Do you have any plugs? Anything coming up, Alex? Uh, I the plugs are the book and the podcast. You oh, already did a great job of it, but you should definitely check it on Write My Heart if you like if you like uh, young adult paranormal romance or funny books or anything around that. It's, should, should we sing it like it's the Tony Braxton song? You should every time. Unwrap my heart, you're a mummy again. See? Yeah, you did it. I, I was going to give you a hand with that, but you already knew the second Weird verse. Weird Ian Yankovic. <laughs> 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 Or uh, Nate, we were making that joke at work the other day, and Nate Fernald was like, you're a regular uh, Ian Al. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bad miss. You do the other part of it. The, uh, uh, yeah, unwrapmyheart.com. You can read a, an excerpt from it. That's fun. And uh, uh, it's like a, it's a Twilight. It's like Twilight with was with mummies and stuff. Nice, it's nice, nice. real gross. I'm hoping, I'm hoping it gets picked up and optioned into a movie. In, the, I, in a similar way, it is gross. Yeah. So I don't know if it would play well on the big screen. Oh, but do you like dongs fall off and stuff? Does a dong fall off? I don't want to spoil anything for you, but he's a very fragile body. Oh my god, I got to read this thing. All right, Phoebe, <laughs> anything coming up to plug? Um, the most exciting thing mm -hmm. is that I'm doing a show at a bicycle store. Ooh, on Fountain Avenue. Ooh, wait, yeah. there's a bike shop show here. There's well, no, they do something called Vibe Night once a month. Sure, and I got. They're like, do you want 30 minutes and we won't pay you, but we can give you credit towards bike parts? And I said, I hate bikes, but I need time. Do, wait, so, so no one else is performing? I don't know. It's just bike sales and then they take a break. I have absolutely no idea what to expect. I was supposed to do it last month before Bridgetown and I got the worst stomach flu I've ever had and I tried to rally to go do it and I couldn't. So I sent uh, our friend Matt Kirshen, mm -hmm. another great comic. And shout out to Matt Kirshen. Shout out to Matt Kirshen. Uh, tagged him in to go. And he like was texting me during it, say it was one of the weirdest shows he'd ever done. And he'd catch me up about it later. And I haven't, no one's seen him since. <laughs> he was killed. No, we just, he was, I just he forgot was to talk with to a him bike about chain. <laughs> So I don't, I don't know what to expect still. So if you want to see Phoebe get murdered. In a bike shop. In a, bike in a bicycle shop. shop. Yeah. Well, uh, when is that? If people actually do want to see it in Los Angeles. It's uh, June, June 16th. Could be June, June 16th. 16th. <laughs> June 16th. June <laughs> oh, 16th. Follow her Twitter account for more updates on it. Yeah. And yeah. then the week after, we'll be in Toronto. Oh, yeah. Doing uh, doing stand-up comedy at the Comedy Bar yep. in oh, Toronto, yeah. Ontario, Canada. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be fun. Shows on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Get your tickets now. You gotta stop saying that second T, buddy. Oh, Toronto. Toronto. I do. I did that last time, I, and I blew it this time. I fucked up. Uh, the Comedy Bar's website is it's on the internet. I'll tell you that for Comedy sure. Comedybar.canada.uk. <laughs> it's on the internet. Dot the queen it, is still queen. a thing. <laughs> it's uh, comedybar.ca. So go there, grab tickets, come out, and uh, yeah, that's that's it. We're working on maybe doing a live podcast there 
as well. Do Stay it. Stay tuned for that. If there's any interest from Toronto listeners, please at me to see if it's even worth it. At him, everybody. On Twitter. Use it. Use Twitter. At Ian Carmel. All right. Without further ado, <sighs> it is time to determine the draft order of the Sidekicks draft. Right. Which means the two of you will play a rollicking game of rock, paper, scissors, and we go on shoot. All right? This is yep. a shoot classic shoot situation. And I'm going to call the action. And uh, this is one-on-one. So, I mean, there's no two ways to parse what happens here. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Neither of you did anything. <laughs> you, you weren't clear that that was the real thing. I thought you were giving I us an example. I thought you were showing us an example. As though there needed it. to be an example <laughs> illustrated. So here's also, what the words I... will sound like when you hear them in another 10 seconds. <laughs> I thought you just both had weird rock, paper strategies where you didn't throw those. Like, uh, you didn't throw the preliminary rock, paper, scissors. Do we just get pumps. kicked off the podcast now? <laughs> you might. I guess you threw this alone. Uh, okay. All right. All right let's here do it, it is. We're doing right. it for real. I'm going to throw scissors. Uh, Are you going to tell me what it... He says he's throwing scissors. All right. All right. Here we go. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. What are you what doing? Are you... <laughs> I didn't even go on. I told her I was throwing scissors, scissors so I could. I, right. on paper. I landed. It was a rock. I crushed your stupid scissors. <laughs> this is fall, this is falling apart from Jump Street. I won. Phoebe, you win I the win. rock, paper, scissors, which means you get to determine the draft order. And I will point out to our listeners, this is a serpentine draft. So if you pick third in the first round, you pick first in the second round. Much like the famous serpent. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. If you pick third. Third in the first round, mm-hmm. you pick first. In the second round. That's right. All right. So yeah. the worst you know, spot. Serpentine. So the safest spot for me being first is to put someone second. Well, listen, it, it really depends on what you want. Do you want that coveted first pick? Yeah. Or do you want the third and fourth pick? It's all about strategy. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do f- me first. Phoebe's first. You second, because I feel like we'll pick the same things most likely. You and George Carmel from Beaverton, Oregon going second. And then Alex Alex Falcone is is picking third, which means Phoebe Bottoms, you are on the clock with the first pick in the all-fantasy everything sidekicks draft. (sighs) I'm so nervous. All right, guys. So here's the thing is there's a lot of ways to go. Yeah. There's a lot of hearts to be broken. Yeah. There's a lot of interpretations to be made about what a sidekick is. I go all over the map. Sure. But for my first sidekick, yeah. I'm going as literal as you can with Hank Kingsley. Hank Kingsley. That's a good pick from the Larry Sanders show. He is Oh, yes, okay. Yes. He is a staunch sidekick through and through. That is his identity. And boy is he he's my favorite. He's amazing at it. He's good at saying applesauce. Hey now. He was yeah. Hey yeah, now. he's a sidekick. Saying hey now as well. And he also represents the larger group of professional sidekicks, which are the late night talk show sidekicks. That's definitely a category. Yeah. I don't know who this person is, so I'm going to riff really hard. Have you you never seen seen Larry Sanders? I've not seen Larry Sanders. Oh, what a gift. Now you get to see it for the first time. That's such an optimistic way to think of my not having a lot of pop culture experience. No, I envy it. I I will later on the internet. But like right (laughs) now, I think it's so nice that you haven't seen it. Hank Kingsley played by Jeffrey Tambor, who we may know from Arrested Development, from Transparent. Uh, But yeah, that was, I think, really where where America started to fall in love with him. He had a deep voice. He was a deeply insecure buffoon based on another actual sidekick from the real world. That we're not allowed to say. That we're not sh- allowed to say. And Sean would get angry. Because that would be giving it away. What do you, Fees, what do you like so much about this Hank Kingsley fella? He's one of the most, like, complex, pathetic characters in, I don't know, human literature? Yeah. That yeah, I think's yeah. ever existed. And I, I picked him mostly because a lot of the reasons why he's so complicated and so pathetic is because 
of him being a sidekick. He's hmm. inadequate in every imaginable way, emotionally, yeah. That's not professionally. one of the criteria I had. <laughs> when I was listing things I like about sidekicks, it was yeah. never like inadequacy, sadness. Well, you can't, it isn't I mean, for all of them. You can't block out the sun. You gotta be a sidekick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's definitely on my list, but yeah. not inadequacy. He's for this specific instance of sidekickery, and it will look like I said. There, I'm working on a lot of levels as yeah. far as criteria goes later <laughs> on. That I just thought I'd start off. You know, yeah. favorite food, pizza. Sure. Favorite sidekick, best sidekick, Hank Kingsley, hands down. I'm in this to win it for the. After voting, yeah, 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 and this is uh, an appeal to the masses. I really feel the like fools, you know, <laughs> which fucking idiots. Only rewarded Sean Jordan. You hear me, you <laughs> sheep? <laughs> Do you announce the winner from the previous week? Sometimes, sometimes it's just there to look at. Oh, I'm okay. really in it for the thrill of the of the hit, you yeah, know? yeah, and yeah. Then all the voting afterwards, whatever. No, I okay. look at it, dear listeners. I do. So, who won the serial draft? Uh, Sean Jordan won the serial draft. He did. Yeah, Sean Good Jordan won that. Maybe I should start announcing that on the that next That would be week. fun. Yeah, but I don't want people to go out of order and spoil it. If they really care, they know where to come find it, at Ian Carmel. Yeah, but Twitter. they wouldn't know the picks. Huh? The, it wouldn't be a spoiler because yeah. the people listening wouldn't. The whole excitement is knowing what people pick. It's yeah, not look, who I don't have a lot It of... can't be a terrible spoiler if you didn't even tell people normally. I'm, I'm busy. <laughs> I'm a very busy person. <laughs> Just get one of the headgum interns to I don't sit have down to ha- each week and announce <laughs> the winner from last week was Sean Jordan. If you want to know who won, come find me in LA. I'd be happy to tell you person <laughs> to person. I've had it with all this digital. Ayo, I'm tired of using technology. Why don't you come run up on top of me and I'll tell you who won last week's draft. This time it was Sean Jordan. But if you want to find out who won this draft, come hang out in Glendale. Go wait outside the <laughs> CBS studios. Yeah. Television City, and then wait for a Prius with no bumper on the back of it. <laughs> it looks uh, like Terminator at the end of Terminator. It's pretty dope. I like it. Because there's so many silver... I don't know. For the listeners, I don't have a bumper on the back of my Prius, but everyone in LA has a silver Prius. So now I in a parking Good lot... Oh, where's Ian's? It's that one without a bumper on I the back. I literally parked behind you knowingly mm-hmm. as... I mean, it was the only spot also, but and I was like... you could have oh, parked closer behind me than <laughs> most other yeah. silver Prius. I had the thought when I was parallel parking, I was like, oh, I could hit it and it wouldn't matter. Well, it, wait, yeah. wouldn't it matter more with I mean, no I bumper? No. What is it going to tear off? Yeah, yeah. there's well, nothing there. Anyway, right? We'll show right. you after yeah. the podcast. You'll see. Uh, Hank Kingsley is such a great high status character who thinks he's very high status. I agree. But is always like the butt of jokes. Yeah. He takes so much pride in his being a sidekick. Yeah, that it's, I agree with that too. Oh, it's so good. I love all his little side hustles. Do you, off the top of your head, is there a is there a favorite Hank Kingsley moment? Oh my God, there's a lot. Uh, there's one moment where he accidentally calls Larry's ex-wife that Larry's seeing again a cunt. Oh yeah. And the look on his face when he realizes that he's done that is one of the most incredible. He's like, oh no. <laughs> and And he just sort of like... I don't know, he collapses inside of himself in front of your eyes and just sort of like wanders away trying to like drag the last few moments with him. Yeah. And it's just beautiful. There's also a moment in the pilot where he's talking about, uh, he does, like you said, he does all these like side gigs. Yes. And always trying to get another hustle going, like invest in a restaurant or whatever. Yeah. He does something for the Jolly Green Giant and he's like, no matter, no matter, uh, no matter what they tell you. 
Don't put on those tights. <laughs> They're good people, but don't do those it. are my favorite moments too. I'm not doing those that. Those are some of Alex's favorite moments. Hank Kingsley. Hank Kingsley's number excellent, one. First excellent pick. sidekick. Thanks, everybody. I think a lot of people are going to agree with you on that. Ian Carmel has the second pick in the uh, in the sidekick draft, and with that second pick, I have to take my dude and yours, Chewbacca the Wookiee from Cash. Yeah, Chewbacca. Gotta get, gotta get Chewbacca. Sorry, from what? Chewbacca the Wookiee. From Kashik, oh, from not, the motion picture you, franchise. Were you thinking of a different sure. Chewbacca? No, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm sorry, I I'm just do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> doing a bit. That was a bit of humor. It, no, but he, it's, it's a, a fun little, fun little one of your skits that you like yeah. to do. Yeah, I was doing a recital for everybody. Yeah, just a little comedy. It's recital. important that you say his planet because otherwise we wouldn't think of uh, his whole family and life day. Yeah, all yeah, of yeah, the great right, exactly. like the Christmas which, special, the great oh, Christmas special, one of the three good Star Wars movies. I fuck with Chewbacca, man. He's sassy. He's great. I love how sassy he'll he rip is. your arm off. He'll rip your arms off. Also, if like you mediocre at, at future chess. chess, chess. Game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not great at it. He's he just seems he just seems like uh, I see a lot of myself in Chewbacca. Can I say that to you guys right now? I need three specifics. Uh, I need I need two, but you can do a third if you want. Okay, two. I'll get th- three of them. A L- little bit sassy, uh-huh. mm-hmm. you know, gi- gigantic. Tapes takes up a lot of room in a spaceship. <laughs> That's both of us. Where space is at a premium. Yeah. And I also wouldn't have gone down into that garbage chute. <laughs> I will, I would have been right there with Chewbacca. I've been like, I don't know, Han. I, it seems crazy to me. When, I think we should figure when out they're a second. Standing it, outside, a it seems like, no, don't go in a garbage chute. Yeah. But when you see that the garbage is yeah. just large pieces of uh, plastic, yeah. it's not that gross. A lot of that garbage. Where did that garbage water come from? Because it is all just like discarded technology. It shouldn't yeah. be a dumpster behind it like a Best Buy, basically. Yeah. It could be battery sweat. It could. Oh, it could be a battery <laughs> it's, sweat. It's a lot of battery sweat in spaceships. Yeah. yeah. That's true. I mean, that solved it. It was definitely battery sweat down there. Yeah. <laughs> I I just I just love. He's he's my favorite. He was he's he's such a little sweetie. And well, he's he, a big sweetie. So and he does it. Is it weird that he's Hans? Sidekick and Han is sort of Luke's sidekick. Does it matter that it's like a, a second he's level kind of a sidekick? secondary? I never, I never thought of Han Solo as a uh, sidekick to Luke Skywalker. Yeah, I guess he's. I mean, he's definitely a secondary character, but I never saw him as like servile to Luke Skywalker. Well, I mean, they both made out is. with the same girl. That's true. Chewbacca didn't. No. Do you think Chewbacca fucks? Yes. <laughs> Fuck yeah, <laughs> man. Just answer that right oh my now. god. Yes. I, Absolutely. Yeah. I would be afraid. If nothing else, I hope. I hope I he would does. be afraid he would rip my dick off. Absolutely. Well, we never see he's not wearing pants. So the he's dick got that can't metal be that sash. big. Oh, but they're in the new in in the new movie, yeah. there is the part where he's bragging to the nurse who's like helping heal him ab- yeah. about how bad the like how bad he's hurt and like how cool he is. Yeah. I think he was trying to fuck that nurse. Oh, Probably. He's putting the moves on. Chewbacca also, ready to fuck a nurse. Just cuz he's not showing 100% of the time. Like he's think a about a horse's dick. He's a As I mean, I probably wait, don't even have to tell you to. Yeah. Give me a second. Okay. okay Get there ahead. mentally. I'm ready. It unfurls, you know? <laughs> There's an unfurling that happens. There's know, a rolling I feel like out. An there. unfurl is a specific thing that thing that happens Only flags with like a do. fern. Oh. <laughs> With a fern, like a fern, it starts up yeah, like a spiral and, and then unfurls. I, yeah. I mean, I guess. Does a horse's penis do that? I mean, it. It's not My like a party whistle, every time but I it's feel one. It's come, <laughs> It comes out of nowhere. You're, yeah. So what you're saying is that just Chewbacca is flaccid in all of the movies. That it's we've just seen. it's tucked up inside of him, it and then it just kind of like drops out like yeah. a bucket of water. That could be. Are we for sure that the male has a penis in that species? No. Not could even. be a different kind of fertilizer. He could Maybe, have like yeah. semen hands. He could have a gland he expresses. <laughs> yeah, he could. 
Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think then, then, a... then we have to be Wookiee eggs, and I don't think that's what happened. Boy, I, <laughs> I don't think it's Wookiee eggs. I would love that. Though. What if it I, is Wookiee eggs? Although maybe it's more like a whale, because the whale does disappear inside its oh, body. Oh yeah, it does. You don't just see a whale. Like picture a whale's dick. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yep, yeah. It's not. It's not always av- available. Oh, you mean that's? It doesn't just float behind them at all times, like <laughs> an untied rope. <laughs> It's trailing like he's towing a, a, a car behind his moving van. Like he just did, got that... cut off like a hanging noose and he's just running away. That... <laughs> the whale's beaten town. The if if it did though, that would definitely be an attraction at like a uh, like what what are those grown up resorts? Sandals. Sandals. Oh is sandals. Yeah, yeah. The, no. Uh, cl- <laughs> what is the? There's that one that's like just for like singles to go stup at. It's yes. called like uh I thought that was sandals. No, sandals is for like you can bring the kids. This one is called yeah, it's I, got another word. It's like It was a sponsor of Top Chef this year and they did this little cutaway where it was like for where they're like cooking at this restaurant or at the restaurant in this fancy uh have sex resort. Yeah. And uh they did not show the scene where all the PAs just uh bleached all of the surfaces. Oh yeah. Cause if you watch the ad, it's like, no, you can fuck on the counters here. Adult. That's awful. What did you What did you Google? I'm I curious. I looked up adult resorts. Adult resorts for singles. I don't know why. There's no one at home right now who's like, what is it? <laughs> Maybe it'll come You'd to me You'd know if you needed to. Yeah, if, was, yeah, yeah. if you were in that place in your life. Oh, know. it's right on the tip of my tongue. You're going to kill myself. What the fuck is it? We got to move on. Last, Our, last resort. Last resort. That's what. It's the Papa Roach themed adult resort. Yeah. <laughs> Especially like, you're... pieces. This is my last. It's literally like resort. I can't meet anyone in New York. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to an island just to exist in a fuck swamp. Yeah. And then you can. T- <laughs> <laughs> and this you can tell. You resort. can tell Papa Roach is into in a little choking. Yeah. Suffocation. No breathing. Oh my god. Helps him come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's that next line, right? Yeah. You know what else comes? Chewbacca at number one on my pick list. Gross. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Not actually this is, coming. Yeah. That's a real episode thirty-two kind of. Thank you very much. I'm practiced at this bring point. Back. I just, I just, I just love him. I love. I, I, w- I feel like I could travel around the galaxy of the Chewbacca. Yeah, I thought. Yeah. I think everybody could. I feel that's yeah, a, a great pick. He's and a he professional calls, road The other tripper. thing I appreciate about him is he calls Han Solo out on his shit every now and then. You know what I appreciate about him as a pick for the show is that if you Google best sidekicks, yeah, he's on the top of every list. I so didn't do that. You. Uh, <laughs> Real basic on yeah. this pick, but but not wrong. Well, I can't wait to see where you go then, <laughs> Mister Judgmental, right out of the gate, Alex Falcone. You have the third pick, the uh, your first pick, and the All Fantasy Everything sidekick. I'm looking at it, but I, I don't I don't even have to check because I know who I'm taking. Uh, coming in at number one, yeah. easily. I and uh, easily you both went with characters. Yeah. I'm going with a real person. Oh, and I know there's a bunch of ways you can take this. I, my my categories, by the way, what I'm looking for. Sure, let's, loyal, loyalty. Let's peek behind the veil. Loyalty is number one. Yeah. Not eclipsing the star. You got to be humble. Chewbacca. Uh, right. Two two. Covered. They have their own powers. They're yeah. doing something separate and different and a good. Bow ca- a bowcaster, for example. For bo- <laughs> easy to hang out with. Because yeah. a lot of the time, especially like if you're a hero, you're not always saving shit. There's That's a lot true. of tra- You want a good travel buddy? Um, Are you just describing Joe Biden? Joe what? Biden was my pick. No, oh my stop God. it. Joe I Biden. On my list too. <laughs> Number one with a bullet. Joe oh, Biden. Oh my I had God. On my list. That was gonna be my. I thought I was gonna be a sleeper pick. No. Uh, God damn. That's it. why I took it first. I thought you guys might jump on Joe Biden. Fuck. Fuck. Joe Biden. Absolutely. God damn The most it. loyal. Yep. Uh, great travel buddy. Always in the mood to get ice cream with mm-hmm. you. And pussy. There was a point. I believe there was a point yeah. in his life. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's got his own powers. He like he made. 
he did a big thing for gay marriage. He mm-hmm. just kind of he was like uh, snuck out. Was like we're gonna do gay marriage now, even though the president's not ready. Uh, humble, always riding that train. Yeah, you know? he is a humble guy. Super humble guy. Yeah, and that thing where the president gave him the medal. Of freedom, oh. and he oh, bawled. The, oh my god! Oh, oh, what a moment! Talk about a sidekick lead character moment. That is. Yes, that's. I yeah. mean, that's better than putting the medal on Chewbacca. I will say Chewbacca did it first. <laughs> I will say Chewbacca did it. Uh, Received way first. a medal. Didn't yeah. cry. Wasn't as beautiful. He went like in a mournful sort of pleading was way. Was that Joe Biden or was that Chewbacca? That was Joe Biden. But uh, Chewbacca made a similar Joe- sound. <laughs> And both of them coming. That's what that sounds yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Well, Joe Biden might make that noise because all the ice cream, all that lactose buildup. Probably a very Man. mucusy president, vice that president. That picture of him in Portland oh. eating salt and straw ice salt cream, straw. holding out a $10 bill mm-hmm. in the aviator shades. We've mm-hmm. never had a cool... And, and you would not have thought when he was first picked, you weren't like, Joe Biden, the cool vice president. I know! And then he was. Then he turned out to be the coolest. Now we have fucking... Mike Pence, that fucking raccoon-looking, not raccoon, possum-looking motherfucker. He looks yeah, like a baby nice possum. Raccoons. He looks like a baby possum where they're mostly pink, but you have a little fur on them. Oh, He's got so beady cute, little though. eyes. He's like a possum that wants to eat gay rights. That's I hate him. <laughs> I hate that Mike vice Pence. president debate where he would just be, he'd just chuckle and then say the most evil thing you've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, I don't think they're people. The effortless evil. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Yeah, gosh. And interestingly, kind of a similar pick, right? Because Pence was meant like was like, we got this pr- crazy yeah. president. We need a sane, racist somebody president. With some, yeah, somebody and with some <laughs> president who's litigated away people's rights, who's and, been in the trenches, fucking shit up for the country. And with and with Barack, it was like we need an old white guy to make the old white guys feel safe yeah. in this pick in voting for this guy, and he did that. But then turned out to be pushing. And a little more liberal even than the president. What a steep fall from Joe Biden to Mike Pence. I know. That's like if they replaced like the original Aunt Viv with just like a mime. Just a mime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who stabbed everyone else on the cast. <laughs> yeah. Joe Biden, yeah. absolutely number one sidekick. Great. I I, I love that. I would take a and, I, and he, unlike you guys' characters, which are decent picks, mm-hmm. he's real. But to be fair, we all had Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah, we had him on our list, but and he took him yeah, first. You had opportunities That's before part of me. Right. I, was, I had the worst draft pick. Yeah. yeah, I had the worst pick in the first round. I will say Joe, Joe Biden's Biden. never been part of making the castle run really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Just in defense of my pick, we don't know what Joe Biden's How castle many run time is. Do you measure by castle runs? How often does that come up? It comes up a lot. On Yelp, I always look for the Kessel Run score, <laughs> if, especially if it's a food truck. <laughs> How fast did Los Burritos make yeah. the Kessel Run? Pretty quick, Not usually. fast enough to go <laughs> to the next one. Uh, God, I love Joe Biden. Do you want him to run for president? He'll be a little bit older he, in 2020, but do you want him? He's, he is old, and I would love to say that he's too old to be president, but our president is also very old. Old as hell. So at, he's kind of like put age into play again. Well, Bernie old- Sanders would have been 83 at the end of a two-term presidency. Yeah. yeah. So. Also I, old. All things yeah. are possible. And I thought he was too and old. Bernie elected a really old guy. Yeah. I or, got- or oldest, fattest, and dumbest president, as uh, Jeb Lund calls him. Uh, what about Taft? He was not our oldest. No, but he but was he probably was fatter. Fat, yeah. yeah, he was. But he was he, like eighteen hundreds fat. Like right now, I bet like you, he was probably like two hundred pounds. You, you get him to now, and you put him in like uh, some streetwear <laughs> and some Yeezys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was harder to cool cover as fuck. up. Yeah, 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 you could bring him to like Dayton, Ohio, and he'd probably be like, oh my god, an ineligible bachelor. <laughs> He's doing yeah, he'd be centerfold, completely centerfold. He'd be doing he'd like to tough be mutters and shit. 
Yeah. Yeah. Taft yeah. would be doing Tough Mudders in 2017. And I don't usually like body shaming. For some reason, with Taft, it's fun. Yeah. I enjoy it when it's <laughs> well, in the it's 1800s. because he got stuck in a bathtub. Got... We're not shaming him. We're building him up. Well, you're right. You're shaming Ohio. I... Oh, yeah. But Ohio shames Ohio. <laughs> if anyone's <laughs> listening from Ohio, I have family there. Yeah. I can say is that? horrible things about is your that stupid that state. No, it isn't. I'm just pandering. They I, can hear how Jewish you are. I think that takes away any credentials you have look, with making fun of them. if you're listening from Ohio, <laughs> <laughs> then, you know, take comfort knowing that there were people there once who weren't Jewish, but, you know, later impregnated other Jews. Is and this made the story me. of your family? Yeah, that's it. That's, <laughs> that's why Batman begins. They were They were flying over, pushed one of them out. Yep. That's how Ohio started. Yeah. Uh, push out of a zeppelin for, <laughs> for sport in the 1930s. They were they used to push Jews out of zeppelins, and they called it making the Kessel Run. You know <laughs> uh, Alex, Alex Falcone, you also have the oh, first pick in the second round. Second round the. Uh, the first pick after our uh, citation by the Anti-Defamation League. <laughs> Officially qualified as a hate podcast I now. was, I got, I was condemned by them briefly. Were you? Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Interestingly enough, though, you were commended by the Pro-Defamation the League. The Pro, yeah. They were like, this guy's defaming the shit out of <laughs> us. Uh, you gotta I, remember, there's more than one defamation league. I mean, so many leagues. There's the American League and the National. <laughs> On Chelsea lately, I made a joke <laughs> about uh, after Germany had won... The World Cup, uh, the soccer World Cup. Uh -huh. And I said, it's so nice for them to have something gold that they didn't pull out of my grandmother's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the Anti-Defamation League, who protect Jews, yeah, thought yeah. that that was a joke at the expense of the Holocaust on television. And I was mentioned you in said our, If you said their grandmother's I know. mouth, not yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I like so, it. Thank you. That's a, this is a great joke. Thank you very much. That's that's why you need a pro defamation league to yeah. be out there saying like good joke. Ian. There's some decent defamation. Yeah, I think the three of us could start a pro defamation league. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should. <laughs> a startup. We definitely should. It's a very we'll, different podcast. We'll practice on Saturdays. Uh, Alex, fuck it. Time for your second pick. The first pick of the second round. So I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go defensive because I'm worried that you guys also have this person on your lists. Fuck. And I think my other ones are probably safer. First round or first pick in the second round goes to Hermione Granger. Oh, not on my list. Not on my list. Ooh. Not on my list. I, I would have thought Hermione over uh, over Joe Biden, but really, yeah. I think that just shows how much sex we're all having that we pick Pussyhound Joe Biden yeah. over <laughs> over uh, Teen uh, Wizard Weasley Hound Teen Wizard Hermione. I feel Granger. like by the end of the franchise, Hermione was close to getting it right. No, she Her and old Ron Weasley. Yeah, she get. Yeah, she was getting the old wheeze. Yeah. she was taking. She was wheezing. She was wheezing. Yeah. <laughs> Weezing pretty hard by she the end of that. <laughs> Hermione, what is it you admire about young nerd Hermione Granger? Well, too, already you killed it with those two words. Young and nerd. Uh, yeah. uh, loyalty, obviously she's mm -hmm. got that. I, I mean, yeah, I just love a character whose superpower is being like well-read. Her yeah. superpower is research and the rules and... Uh, yeah, I just what a what a champion for kids to read about. Like this is a kid who's a super nerd who also gets to fight in three wars before she's eighteen. Yeah. And defeats the purest of evil. I, I think that's a that's a cool character to have around. But also incredibly loyal to to Harry. Fully loyal. And uh and like a great compliment to him, because Harry is a lot of things not that smart. He is not. He isn't, is he? He's not an idiot, but yeah. he, his thing is not. He's street smart. His thing is BA street smart. Harry Potter, street smart. That's why that little lightning bolt on his head is from multiple concussions right <laughs> on that spot. 
Yeah. He's got one laugh. He got, yeah. he, he got it. He got in a knife fight when he was a baby. Yeah. That's how gnarly Harry is. <laughs> Not a genius. What's one of your favorite Hermione Hermione moments? I have to admit, I've only seen the movies because I'm a, a luddite, a, du- a adult. So, so you a might simple man. You're well. You're street smart. You yeah, would... I'm. I'm a lot like Harry Potter. <laughs> uh, a favorite Hermione moment um, is uh, well. I love the the first book. At the end of the first book, they have to they have they go on this quest together as a group of children, where each one solves one thing that oh, they're like spe- that. specifically like good at. Like game. Ron has to beat. There's like, oh, one of the locks is a chess game, and I'm really good at this chess thing. I thought that yeah. was the second one. Sorry, that's what I'm... Yes, the second one. You're oh, very right. I'm so sorry. Two nerds! Showed my hand on that. <laughs> but you didn't have her? I'm a virgin. What? You didn't have her on your list? No, I didn't. She's all... Uh... I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, that was no. fine. You're right. Oh, I no, was this, I, like, as I was did. saying it, I was like, is this the first or second book? I'm sure I'm going to get hate about this. This podcast is all interrupting. It's all uh, interrupting and diatribes. I just... I don't want to be a rude friend. No, that's very nice. That's all. Be one for the next hour. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In real life, none of that shit. But on the podcast, go for it. Uh, I also like that she, you know, she started from the bottom, right? She was not a a witch when she was a kid. She's a half-blood. Yeah, she's a half Her parents are dentists. And they were like, she's smart and weird. And then they're like, oh, also magic. But then they still support her. They're like the dentists who like, they go to her wizarding things the way like parents would go to like a soccer game. Be like, I don't get why you're doing this, but keep it up. But they loved her anyway? They loved her anyway. I think it's just showing how how low the bar is set when both of your parents are dentists. It's just a (laughs) metaphor for that, that like... Well, if you're born of dentists and you're not one, you might as well be a fucking wizard. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's that's like a good upbringing, though. Two dentist parents, right? Yes. Highest it's... suicide rate of any profession. Oh. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Is it the gas? I, you know, it must be. I. How could it be so... Su- they all have boats. Think about it. You're... Yeah, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, you're constantly nice. interacting with people. They can't talk to you. Yeah. You're digging around in their mouths. I did. Can I, can I, uh, I'm not usually the hero in stories of mine, but can yeah. I tell you a really quick thing that I did? Yes. I, I did a show. I got paid to do a corporate show for a group of dentists last week. And, uh, I opened with, they were eating dinner and I was like, go ahead and keep eating. It's time. It's, this is only fair that I talk while your mouths are full. Oh, and that, great dumbest joke. joke I've ever written. Yeah. It murdered it at the dentist have. party. Oh my God. They, laughed so hard that they were t- they got home and emailed other dentists about it for you're sure. a meme now you're a popular dentist meme they had full <laughs> the they had full email chains going i i, I tweeted it minutes. out before i said it i was like i just thought of this and everyone was like that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard and then i got to be like yeah that's because you're not at a dentist dinner party you, you saved some lives that night <laughs> Yeah, there were right. a couple people who were like, this is it for me i'm, I'm glad i didn't know that going in i would try to write a joke about their yeah. suicide rate Probably best not to. They probably all know somebody they lost in the game who they were at like de- dentistry school with. Struck down in their prime. Yeah, gunned down in their prime. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, also, oh, oh, so better answer for a favorite Hermione moment. Yeah. Is uh, when she's super stressed out all the time and they can't figure out why, and it turns out she's been secretly time traveling to take more classes. Boy, oh I the time tra- the time turner. I hate to admit this, but I think about that. At least twice a week. That if you had a, a time travel, a, yeah. you wouldn't go kill baby Hitler. You would like take oh, more community no. college classes. No, no, no. I, boy, I sure wouldn't. <laughs> I would. I just always think like if there's two obligations I have, that's the first thing I think of. Where it's like, oh, I wish I, I have to do this thing. If I, if there's another thing I'd rather be doing, my instead of how can I maneuver 
in real life a strategy in which I could Instead potentially of emailing do one and saying, saying no. Hey, I'm going to be late. <laughs> immediately go to, I wish I had a little doodad that I could flip like a time, <laughs> like a sand dial I could turn upside down. Yeah. Uh, I'm really jealous of that. I think I'm more jealous of that time mechanism she has it's, than the time turner is great thing. is and that I, the one she, thing you would take from the harry Potter, the wizarding world of harry potter i can't think of anything else i would want <laughs> the time travel thing oh man would, there's so many things i want oh maybe like a giant three-headed dog yeah yeah, or, yeah or a fun like uncle who can turn into a dog sure yeah. talking plants no no i treat plants so poorly i don't want to know what they have to <laughs> I mean, say I about like, me <laughs> i kind of like magical powers uh, that's it's a little yeah. broad but i think that's what i would take i don't know Seems i like would like lot. hagrid's clothing <laughs> just for it, a rustic look it would go nicely over your chewbacca-esque body i think so yeah <laughs> uh hermione granger great pick thank you i think i think the people are gonna like it also yeah. as an added benefit grew up to be emma watson that's true un spokesperson yeah UN women's, women's rights spokesperson emma watson Do, did she try to do another movie again recently wasn't she in something she was just in beauty and the beast and now oh. she's in that facebook slash uh, google movie oh there's a fa- the there's Circle. another facebook oh yeah 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 and it depends on whether it, yeah i i think it's facebook it looks facebooky to me but uh, other people have said google so I don't thomas hanks know. is in that as well right yeah. Tom, oh, thomas Tho- hankson thomas hanks thomas hanks yeah yeah, uh, Thomas the Hank Engine. Thomas the Hank Engine. <laughs> God damn it, Alex. That'll be the funniest thing. That just to slipped say. out, but I'm real, real stoked about yeah, it. Yeah. I'm gonna that, hang on to that. Get it tattooed on your forearm, man. That's been forever. The Hank uh, it is now time for my second pick. Yeah. Uh, following on the heels of the very popular Chewbacca pick, was it? Everybody loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I am going to take. Oh, there's two people I really want to take. Can't I get both of them? All right, I'm going to take George Costanza. God damn yeah. it! Yeah, yeah. I was going to do that first, and then I got cocky. Yeah, you shouldn't. You you had to go Hank Kingsley for it. You went with your boutique ass pick. Yeah, yeah. I guess you could have yeah. saved that. We wouldn't have taken it. With as much as you love shopping at Target, I thought you would have gone right down the line the first one. Yeah, well, I. You know, I fucked up. Do yeah, you have a favorite did. George Costanza moment? I have, I'm trying to help because that's what you were asking. Thank us. you. I have so many favorite George Costanza moments. First, let me apologize again because now I'm in my own head about like this whole. Because yes, of course, I looked up best sidekicks. <laughs> the only reason I know that is because I also did that, that. You did too. And I and I thought the only way I can not be embarrassed is if I make fun of someone else for it first. Yeah. Let me say this. Yeah. I ha- the reason I looked up the definition of sidekick was to figure out if George was a sidekick or not. I think it's a, I think it's a sidekick. I think it is the case. Yes, because yeah. he makes the essentially what I learned. And settled on was that it's whoever makes the lead character seem more intelligent and oh, a yeah. better person. I think without George, Jerry would just be reprehensible. He'd be horrible. But yeah. George is so bad. Yeah. It's so fucking horrible. I, that, like, again, I don't think that's the only definition because I think Hermione does not make Harry look smarter. She makes him look dumber, but also he's the bravery. I think they can compliment each other. But like by being thing. associated with her, he looks smarter. Mm. Yeah, it's ah. a smarter team. That's true. Yeah. So that, wait, but that, by, if it's just about how the whole team is, then wouldn't George make Jerry more shitty? Oh, absolutely. It's... But... You know, it's, it's it's it depends on how you use them. Yeah. Well, how do you how do you like to use them? How do I like to use George Costanza? Yeah. Well, let me go back to that question about favorite moments. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I put you in your head, buddy. I love. Oh, I'm, please, I'm not so really. worried about getting. There's being a lot. There's a lot the of room in that bubble that I sometimes lash out. <laughs> he, but uh, so I know he's also on those lists. But I yeah. love him. You got to yeah. take him because he's one of the greats. My, I mean, I love 
I love the human fund is one of yeah. my, is just, I love like little things about him. I like that. I love his uh, obsession with architecture. Oh, I think that's such a classic. It's so good. He's the perfect character who's kind of dumb, but is smart enough to know he is, yeah. which is also how I feel about myself. Where I'm like, I'm not that smart, but I'm smart enough to know that I'm not that smart. Yeah. And like an obsession with architecture as like the classic good job hits home with me so much. Because I had that with being a lawyer when I was in my early 20s where I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to law school. I'll be a lawyer. And I had no interest in being a lawyer. But I knew the way it made people perceive me where I was like, oh, look at this kid. He wants to be a lawyer. You know, so I related. I think it's a great dumb like smart dumb guy thing isn't it weird that we're that way to kids about becoming lawyers and then as soon as they're a lawyer we're like fuck lawyers yeah fucking lawyers yeah <laughs> all they lawyers. Are poor little kids who need a guidance yeah yeah like you were so excited when i told grandma i was gonna be a lawyer yeah. and now you hate me well now there's too many lawyers and it's like not even a smart yeah. thing to tell a kid to go be it's true yeah it's a terrible scam we need a new answer like perhaps architect uh yeah can i say one of my favorite things about george yes i guess seinfeld in general yeah. is it i feel like it made being a it made being all the worst things about a Jew cool again. Yeah. Like all of a huh. sudden it was like, Oh, you're an unbearable people, but you seem fun on this show. So come on back into the cultural fold, Jews. And I don't think we've I don't think America's looked back since. I think you're a hundred percent right about yeah. that. I think so too. It really that's a that's a great <laughs> You guys have that's so much I, in common. That's why I said it, motherfucker. Uh, I think it that's really true. It it did sort of like glorify and make relatable all of the Piccadillos that people criticized us for for so hundred percent. And yeah. I think it's all Larry David. I think as my spirit animal, yeah. when I do things that Larry David would do, people are like, Oh, that's that's just some fun uh some fun semeticism yeah, being thrown at us. Yeah, they don't think you're just being a prick. No, which is I mean, kind of what it really. Not that you are, but like when people behave like that. Here, here's it's as far as like, oh, we don't want to kill them. Yeah, again, right. That's well, all, that's as much as we can get uh, at this point. That is so. Yeah, Diano. Uh, <laughs> it would have been enough if they just didn't want to kill us. Uh, yeah, that is great. That is great about Seinfeld. Sign. Another one of my favorite Costanza moments is the uh, one where he gets the record on the. Uh, frogger machine and it's just a very small moment it's when the when it like it gets stuck in the road mm -hmm. and there's a truck bearing down on them and for one second george steps out and like puts his finger up at the truck <laughs> like he's gonna stop it and then dives away it's just like really funny like really great like uh comic acting by jason alexander i think yeah. but uh yeah he's just he's just the best character he like even especially as i get older i mean i've loved it since it was like originally on the air but as i get older and I find myself in more like situations that they've gone through on the show. I'm like, fuck, these were such well-written characters. I want to. This is not necessarily the question of this draft, but yeah. do you feel like you and George would be good? To, like, would he be a good sidekick to you, or is he only a good sidekick to Jerry? Ooh, that's a good question. That is a really good question. Thank you. Or would you be his sidekick? Would I be Jerry's sidekick or George's? George's sidekick. I don't think George is capable of having a sidekick. No. No. You could have a secondary sidekick, just like Chewbacca. That would be a. I I still disagree with you on the secondary <laughs> sidekick thing, but I won't get I won't get retroactively uh, involved in that. But the I don't know. I think I think George would be a good sidekick for me. Yeah. I could see us commiserating. Yeah. I think my friend Nick Nanpay is like a way less anxious, way less Jewish version of Costanza for me, who listens to this podcast and and is a good guy. Good. Great guy. We just conspire together on stuff and then yeah. get into situations. Yeah. 
yeah, so that's so George Costanza. Do you have a favorite George Costanza moment? I don't. Yeah. Eclair out of the garbage for me. Oh, Eclair <laughs> out of the garbage is great. I would do that, by the way. You Eclair sitting on top of the garbage? Yeah. Yeah. It's not touching anything. I don't even really like sweets that much, but if I saw it, I'd be like... Well, it's a waste that it's in there and no one's eating it. There's a lot of things I wouldn't eat out of the garbage. There's something about an Eclair, though, that feels like yeah. you know, diamond in the rough. Like, yeah. you have to save it. What is the grossest food you would eat out of the garbage? What do you mean? Like a... like the lo- the one where well, you, if you told someone you did that, they would look at you the askances. Is it because oh, okay. they don't think that the food is worth it? I don't know. It could be a wet food. It could be a cheap food. Well, yeah, it's you, just loose you don't want Indian f- food in a garbage. It's loose can. Indian food in a garbage. <laughs> right, exactly. Would you eat vindaloo out of a garbage <laughs> can? I mean, anything that like picks up dust easily. Yeah, like string cheese is yeah. like a re- like. It's like uh, you're like doing a lint roller on your uh, body. Like, it's like string cheese. In. cheese string cheese is a take food. Take jacket roller. off. Yeah. No, 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 no. This is a loose string cheese, Phoebe. No, I know that. I'm just oh, saying. Oh, you could peel I one. You, layer off. you do one layer peel. Yeah, it's, it's that's skin how you, that's jacket. How you, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, you yeah. jack off a string cheese? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's how you do it. You just, you know. Just sounded dirtier than I was expecting. Yeah, I oh, tried to peel. make a hand motion yeah. that I realized we're not live broadcasting You know television. what? The fact that the two of us enjoyed it should be enough for you. It is. Diane it's a lot. on my how I felt about it. I think... <laughs> <laughs> I think I would eat a meatball out of a garbage can, and I think that's Wait, the grossest because okay. it's a very wet food. That sounds great. Your garbage or somebody's garbage or like public garbage. My garbage or someone oh, with whom I've spent more than can? twenty hours, or like a kitchen garbage. If it's like kitchen yeah, so I guess can. if I'm picturing okay. it as my kitchen garbage, like it like fell over when I was pushing something else off a cutting board. Kitchen garbage, much more like a much broader spectrum yeah. than if I'm like the garbage can at a subway station. Because there probably there's nothing I would take. No, out I of think that. I think it's gonna have to be kitchen. Yeah, garbage. Kitchen garbage. It I'm would have to be something this. that I'm not gonna eat all the time. Would you eat a piece of gefilte fish out of a kitchen garbage can? <laughs> Only if it was a real cumbersome <laughs> task to get it made. I'm not gonna eat jarred gefilte fish. Not out a man of garbage. It's gefilte fish. I'll eat like homemade gefilte fish out of a garbage, and only if there's a loose puddle of horseradish. That near, it happens to fall yeah, onto. like near a newspaper <laughs> yeah. that's in the trash can. Also, uh, yeah, George Costanza, he Eclair for him. That's his solid answer. pick. Uh, thank you. We're ready for another solid pick. As Phoebe Bottoms, it is time for your second and then third picks. As it is a serpentine draft, we're grasping this fast. I yeah. think. I am just, I'm just following suit. I have no idea how the serpentine thing is working, but I'm enjoying the lack of predictability. Yeah. And where everyone's falling. Yeah. Because I thought I was safe with George Costanza putting you second. No dice. No. Nope. It seems like you have the, you've had the hardest time with your like boggle board and crossing stuff out. It yeah. seems like you've had the most crossed out already. But it's, fu- I came up with a lot of things. I'm just glad people are saying the things that. Yeah. That's you know, feel like a little that's less fun. alone. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. This episode of All Fantasy Everything is brought to you by Wondry. The early 2000s was a breeding ground for bad reality competition series from shows like Kid Nation, CBS is weird, like Lord of the Flies style social experiment that took 40 kids to live by themselves in a ghost town. Sounds insane. Uh, to The Swan, a horrifying concept where women spent months undergoing a physical transformation and then were made to compete in a beauty pageant. Also sounds insane. On each episode of Wondry's podcast, The Big Flop, comedians join host Misha Brown, to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question, who thought this was a good idea? Recently, The Big Flop looked at The Swan, a competition show between women who were hoping to transform their physical appearance. The problem, 
the women were isolated for weeks, berated, operated on, and then were ranked by a panel of judges. Unsurprisingly, it led to trauma for the contestants and terrible reviews. Follow the big flop on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus. This episode of All Fantasy Everything is brought to you by Policy Genius. Uh, now, something you can really do for your family this spring, something you want to do. Sure, you want to go get in shape. You want to learn how to do the splits. You know, you got to redo the bathroom. One thing you can do, <laughs> that's all me, by the way. I want to learn how to do the splits. Shopping for life insurance with Policy Genius uh, as part of your financial planning for the year. Getting life insurance just means that you have a peace of mind. So if something's going to happen to you, if it were to happen to you, your family can cover the expenses while getting back on their feet. That's what life insurance is for. And luckily, Policy Genius helps you compare your options from top life insurance companies and their team of licensed experts. They're on hand just to kind of talk you through it. So I have life insurance through no effort of my own. My wife did everything as she does. But I was sort of on the sidelines of the project. And it, it was such a hard thing she had to do. She had to go through and compare everything, find all the quotes herself. But it helps me sleep tremendously, especially now that we have a kid. Also, it's, it's a bummer to talk about, but once you get it out of the way, you don't have to talk about it again. And that's where Policy Genius comes in. They make it the easiest and quickest possible situation you can have. Policy Genius has licensed award-winning agents, technology that makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from America's top insurers, just a few clicks, you're going to find the lowest price. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams, which, you know, I've always wanted to avoid unnecessary medical exams. Nothing new for your boy. So if that sounds like something you're into, Policy Genius can get it done. They also work for you, not the insurers. That means they don't have uh, some sort of quota they got to meet. They're not hitting like bonus numbers or anything. They just want you to get the best quote possible and the best insurance for you. So they're out for you, not the insurance companies, which I'll let you boy. That's what we're looking for. Save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. A huge one for me, you know, just people pleasing. And it's, you say it like it's a bad thing. It's just something that you need to get under control. All of these stressors, you know, you keep them bottled up. It starts to affect you negatively. Everybody. You don't have to feel weird if this stuff affects you. It affects everybody. And there's people, again, myself included, who walk around trying to front like it doesn't. But it does. It always does. It always has. And therapy is a safe place to just get things off your chest. You need to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down, all those problems. Even if you just want to vent or kvetch about somebody, go to therapy, get them new ears on it. You know what I'm talking about? Get it somebody who they're going to leak it to. They're not going to tell your homies. Go let them know. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries, how to do all those things that make you be a better you. As hokey as that sounds, that is what we are all going for. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. All right? Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's convenient, flexible, and it's also suited to your schedule. All right? You just fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched with a licensed therapist. You switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. If you don't like the cut of your therapist's jib, as it were, go on and switch. BetterHelp has got your back. They want it to work just like you do. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash allfantasy today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash allfantasy. 
this one's emotionally charged for me. Oh, Ooh, I can't wait. Uh, it's a lot. My pick for the second round is Piglet. Oh, oh. Good, good pick. And here's... Uh, okay. Here's what makes me really mad is I, I think Winnie the Pooh is an addict, a narcissist. Uh, he is... He doesn't... Wait, wait. You, you mean honey addict? Yeah, okay. but he's like an alcoholic. Uh, like, for ex- I just watched honey. Adventures of Winnie the Pooh again today mm-hmm. just oh. to back up my point. <laughs> I hate him so much. Shirt cocking little motherfucker. Yeah. Just <laughs> walking around with his dick out. This is our second pick shirt. today with the dick out. Yeah. Oh, oh, he's the worst. But you- his is just, he doesn't even care. He's got a stupid little shirt that barely covers his tits. He just wanders around stealing other people's honey. And you know who's by his side quietly? All the time. Um, wait, wait, Piglet. Wait. I was going to guess Piglet. Yeah, you're right. I would have said Piglet as well, yeah. Alex. But here, okay. <laughs> we would have had to press the button yeah. real fast if it was a Jeopardy. <laughs> I've got my Bernie Sanders fingers up for you, those of you at home. They're up in the room. They're yeah. up. Which would be bad if we were friends, but for a podcast is great. Yeah. Okay, so here's the problem is Winnie the Pooh is a sidekick of Christopher Robin. I was just going to say secondary sidekick. Oh, yeah. And... So he doesn't even deserve a sidekick, but everyone's so jacked up on trying to make sure that he has like an inflated self confidence mm-hmm. so he doesn't go off the rails and ruin everyone's life. It's like, no, 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 you can you can have a sidekick too. But then people think it's Tigger. You know, Piglet doesn't really even get the recognition he deserves. And if nothing else, people are like, okay, well, Piglet's the sidekick, but Tigger's the best friend. Piglet doesn't even get the fucking decency right. of friendship. You feel He's just along for the for the ride. Tigger got a lot of shine in the late 90s for Le- some reason. A lot of denim jackets. Yeah. A lot, a lot of, of denim jackets. He showed up on a lot of denim jackets. <laughs> a lot of denim jackets. Yes, he did. Well, yep. he, okay, he bounces. He's a hypo. What the fuck does Piglet do? He's a hypomanic <laughs> fucking coke addict and that's why they get along is because they're both yeah they, they they're have operating on the same level of but what the fuck does piglet have the only thing you've said good about piglet so far is piglet quiet is a giving sweet jumpsuit wearing <laughs> little little dainty little lad yeah he okay here's the thing that happens in the movie i'm so mad it makes me so mad Eeyore's house gets ruined by a flood, right? Right. And the great thing about Eeyore, not surprised. Not surprised. He always expected it. Sees it it coming. But Pooh makes it his mission to find him another home. Mm -hmm. All right, fine. You're doing something for someone else. Hats off to you, fucking yellow piece of shit. Anyway. (laughs) Pants off to you. so (laughs) (laughs) So he goes out, finds Tigger. They become friends. They have some kind of awful lost weekend. <laughs> Hallucinate some heffalumps. Do a bunch of molly. I don't know what they do. Anyway, they go back to Hundred Acre Woods. Yeah. And guess how this fucking conflict resolves itself? Pooh realizes he hasn't found Eeyore a house, so he gives him Piglet's home. Piglet, early on, talks about nothing else other than the fact that his grandfather trespassing <laughs> trespasses William yeah. had lived in that home. He loves his house. Winnie the Pooh is just like, here you are, you just have this hovel with <laughs> fucking little furnishings in it. I'm not even gonna ask any questions. And everyone looks at Piglet and they're like, dude, are you gonna say anything? And Piglet's like, this my never mind. 
<laughs> and just lets him have it. And then Pooh finds it. out and he's like, oh, you can live with me. You can be my roommate. Uh-huh. And that's the consolation prize. So now Piglet has to live with his honey addict. Yeah. You think getting stuck in Rabbit's hole would have been like a real wake up call? For oh, him. dude, it's a nightmare. <laughs> right? That was rock bottom. That was rock, literally. That have been he rock just, bottom. He yeah. literally gets catapulted out of that and lands in a honey in a bee tree and just starts eating. Yeah. Like a, anyway, I hate him. So, so I, Piglet, you feel for Piglet in a major way. He t- he this gets the most shit. Pick. It's a whole. It's a total sympathy pick. It's a. Hey Piglet, <laughs> thanks for all your thanks for your service. You put in so a, much work. You deserve. A second round draft pick. Yeah, <laughs> really Piglet, show. Piglet is like a social worker, and the and the, all the auto plants closed in the hundred acre wood, and everybody's just dealing <laughs> with the fallout of it. I didn't I, like. I didn't mean to go on a whole thing. It's no. just, yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot for me to watch poor little Piglet get trampled on like that. Yeah, Tigger's got a thing, right? Jumping on its tail. Yeah. Yep. Eeyore's got a thing. Depression. Serious depression. Clinical, Major. Clinical depression. depression. But, but in like a real charming way where there's like, uh, like my favorite Eeyore moment, there's one, uh, there was a, a moment where he is uh, tied to some balloons, but he's also tethered to the ground. Ground tether gets cut. Yeah. He's floating away. Surely will die. And he goes, that'll happen. <laughs> and that's fucking Eeyore. He's like, I'm just going to die now. That was what I always knew would happen. That's great. So he's got a great thing. All Piglet has is being a pushover. Yeah. Fearful. Instead of picking Piglet in the second round, tell Piglet to stand up for himself. Hey, from from here to him, stand up for yourself. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Piglet does listen to the podcast. He does. <laughs> he texts He always me. tweets in. Yeah, he's always really yeah. angry about I, Sean's picks. I said, hey. I texted him. I go, hey, I know it's not out. It's not live, but you're going to have to listen to this next episode. You're getting the call up. I'm not telling you why, but... You know, there's something for you. If Piglet tweeted, there would be so many ellipses between those words. <laughs> oh, my God. So uh, many. Uh, 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 oh, well, oh, if it's not a, a bother, he's I uh, just, would he's... like you guys to draft. And then there'd have to and be then a second tweet. And then it's yeah, one of ten. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, mm, uh, <laughs> he's so, look, if he wasn't, I'm I'm here, you know, I'm here telling him I'm picking you as a, as a best sidekick, but also you got to get out of that relationship. Mm-hmm. He's that is also a contradictory message. I know. But that's what I'm saying is I'm operating on a... You're operating on several levels. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I want my sidekicks to stay sidekicks because they're good at it. He's good at being a sidekick, though. They want him out of it. Yours are, these are more like rappers' sidekicks where like after three, they're supposed to graduate uh, yeah. to being their own stars. Yeah. Do you think it's a codependent relationship, though? That, I don't think Pooh depends on in? Piglet at all. Oh, no. No. Well, well he yeah. needs... Yeah, no, he does. He needs him for his resources. Yeah. Yes. But he needs everybody, you know, he goes into Rabbit's house and eats like eight things of his honey. Okay, but here's why I think fuck Piglet. You're... Wow. Wow. Very right. hard to tell from other Piglets if that's your name. Oh, your yeah. name is just Piglet? Everything There's else has owl a... owl and rabbit. Piglet's a those lot are, more... Those are both bad names. Who do you think of when I say Piglet, Alex? Piglet. I do think of Piglet. Who do you think You're of right. when I You're say right. Alex? A bunch of other people. A bunch think, of other I folks. I think of me first, but that might not be true I, for Alex Rodriguez. I barely, Alex, I barely remember you when I say the name Alex, <laughs> even if I'm looking at you and speaking to you directly. <laughs> that might be more about your re- recall Shots. abilities. That might Just, be. Do you, before we close the book on this piglet chapter, do you know sure. what I love is when Winnie the Pooh is stuck in that hole and yeah. Rabbit just draws a deer head on his <laughs> ass? <laughs> Alex on me makes a mantle. Ah, it's my favorite. It's really good. It's so funny. Rabbit is a frat boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> You're stuck. Gotta check this out. 
It's got uh, another door. Well, it's a fresh take on Winnie the Pooh. And for a fresh pick, we go back to Phoebe Bottoms. Oh, with yeah. the first pick of the third round. All right, let me... Okay, I got it. Guys, this one, I'm I'm going uh, I'm going with my heart. Mm. Croutons. Oh! <laughs> huh. Going croutons. I... Near and dear to me. I'm Croutons. only going to continue this round under protest. There's, There's a, no way that qualifies. A protest has been lodged. That could not possibly Croutons qualify. Croutons is a sidekick. Yeah. Think about it. You could say salad dressing because you can get that on the no. side, but you no, never no, get no. a cup of croutons. Literally, cup of cr- croutons is controversial. I, f- I don't if think croutons so. Croutons are a sidekick. About... Then literally everything on a salad is no, a no, sidekick. No. The salad is a pile of shit. You can't say one part of that it pile is, is separatable. Is, what is croutons, the lettuce the main character? Can... What are we saying here? Shut yeah. up for a second. The worst <laughs> part of the salad is <laughs> the main right, character on a salad. Okay, defender. Bullshit pick. You can. You can do so many things with salad dressing. Yeah. You can put it on a salad. You can marinate fish with it. Uh-huh. You can up to two You things. can dip. Shut up, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> you can. You can do a bunch of stuff with salad dressing. True. I'll give you that. You, you can go. do a bunch of stuff with avocado. You can do a bunch of stuff with red onion. I don't look. I don't know what you put on your salad, but croutons. Have you ever just sat down and eaten a bag of croutons like chips? Yes. I have too, that but that's not the point. Me about it. Either <laughs> you. No, but the thing is, croutons as a sidekick, they make the salad better. The dressing is expected. Mm. Dressing's part of the adventure. But you go into a good salad, like my favorite salad, where the croutons are perfect. Mm-hmm. That's the reason I go back, baby. That's the reason I go back. And the I salad's good. I don't disagree with any part of this. It's just irrelevant to this particular no, episode it of the isn't. podcast. There if we were f- drafting salad parts, no. great, good pick. <laughs> Probably first round pick, the croutons. But for sidekicks... It's a sidekick. There it's are a- foods I've considered and feel like I would be more willing to to allow croutons. You yeah, I have I have food on my list. I'm not, I feel I like I'm halfway it. talked into it. What do you guys pick? Cheese of macaroni and cheese and cream cheese and oh, jelly? Macaroni and cheese are classic Hall and Oats situation. They're no, no, no. People. Hall is the sidekick to Oats. Is that true? 100%. That's what the internet said. If you... I saw the internet yeah. too. I didn't even yeah. look on the internet. I just knew that in my heart. <laughs> really? Yeah, I came How out is of- one of them a sidekick? Think about all the songs. Think about the okay, way I'm that those it. lyrics are. <laughs> Wait, I gotta get the horse Wait. stick out of my brain. Make All room right. for that. Hollow notes, blowing a horse. Get rid of the horse. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, we've only been thinking about the horse's dick. Are you? Yeah, you're we weren't even the touching horse? it. I was just picturing it. Yeah. Well, what's he gonna do with the horse dick? No, I guess you let right. it get cold. I guess that's true. <laughs> let it get cold. You Your mouth be is a mitten for horse. a horse's dick. This is getting real blue, you guys. It is. Uh, it is. Uh, anything that's not about croutons, I'm enjoying. Crouton. Croutons. Okay. I love croutons. I, I love don't, them. I have no shade to croutons. Do you like salad more or less with croutons? Uh, I think I like it more with croutons. Croutons are a sidekick. Not how sidekicks work. It's not like, do you oh, like, this thing I like, but I... Do you like Han Solo more or less with Chewbacca? Uh, probably more. Do you like Again, Joe Biden? These are irrelevant, like, but these are is, Does true, Joe Biden important. make Obama better? Everything you've said yes. about this since you this pick a start has been true yes. and irrelevant. No, it's not irrelevant. Uh, so, so are the red onions a sidekick? No, the red onions are are pepperoncinis make a salad better. Oh, they sure do. Not a sidekick. They sure do. Croutons are that, specifically made. You can put a red character. onion. You can put a red onion on a sandwich. You can't put a crouton on a sandwich. I mean, you can. If you're but a so genius. The only thing, what we're looking for in a sidekick is that it can't go to be anything else's sidekick. Bread is kind of a raw crouton if you think about it. Yeah, it's pre-crouton. Well, yeah, I mean, that's... 
It's a crouton. It's a crouton. S- it's crouton sashimi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I stand by it. I stand by it one hundred percent. And you can fight me to the goddamn death, both of you. Well, if you put it like that, I mean, yeah, I don't, don't want to die over it. It's just a lie. If, if, if this was like swords and we were on a ledge, I'd be like, fine, have the, your crouton. The but. fact that it's not a vegetable does push me in the direction that maybe it is a sidekick yes. a little bit more. It's its whole reason for living is to help salad. That in and of itself is the definition of a sidekick. Regardless of the noun that is in that sentence. If you were David Borey, there's no way I would let this fly. I just want to <laughs> let you know that right now. I don't look, but I'm not, and here we are. And you got to deal with me for a six-hour flight to Toronto and from New York, Ian. I'm so- sitting in first class. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's go with croutons. Fine. Yep. Croutons. Sure. Is the pick. Ian, are you going to mail it in for the third round, too? Planning on it, baby. Croutons is the third pick. I wouldn't call that mailing it in. I would call that a bull in a fucking china shop. <laughs> no, with no regard. So sure. cr- croutons. Can I s- oh, forget it? No, go on. What, were you going to amend your crouton pick? No, I wasn't You going to pick something better? It was a little late. How like dare a, you? Like no, I stand by kit. it all so right. hard. We'll let the listeners decide in the poll which matters and is legally binding. <laughs> and it will never be announced because will be too busy. <laughs> not on the podcast. but Finding you- in Glendale. Yeah. Find out if croutons won or not. Okay, I got to make sure I can get all these picks. All right, cool. Uh, it's time for my third pick. And with my third pick, I'm taking Nate Dog. Yeah. It's yeah. Good, solid. Un- yes. Nate Dog, Undisputed sidekick. Yep. The late R&B singer from California's West Coast gangster rap scene who showed up on everybody else's songs and made ev- and made every single one of them better. Yeah. He was but, the, he was but the, never overshadowed. Never overshadowed. Yeah. Ooh. Never. Yeah. That thick, syrupy voice. <laughs> that voice, Nate Dogg is my, is, if you were like, what does high school sound like? I would be like, Nate Dogg. Yeah. That's it. That, yeah. Yeah. Just setting up to regulate. He worked with, with exactly. With Warren G. Yeah. With Tupac. With uh, Dr. Dre, who is not a real doctor. I feel like I need to point out. Uh, Eminem. Also, Nate Dogg's not a real not dog. Not a real Eminem. <laughs> not a real Eminem. <laughs> Nate Dogg, but he's a real dog because he's my dog. Oh, okay. Yeah. With 213. Some of his solo shit, too. I just yeah. love him. Anytime he showed up on a song, you were like, all right, everybody else is going to bring it a little bit more. Because you know you don't get Nate Dogg for everything. Yeah. Yeah. When I was reading, about, I was doing some search for, for rap, uh, for especially rap sidekicks. And one of the things that uh, this one list I was reading disqualified people is if they got too famous later. Yeah. Because like, there was a while where it felt like, felt like maybe Kanye was a sidekick. For Jay-Z, sure. For Jay-Z. And then he decided to... Uh, Get huge. Tupac was a sidekick for the Digital Underground for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah good I move think getting out from under them. That no, was I think a that's good move. a good point because you have to think sidekick and have that be a free word association, right? Back to yeah. sidekick. Yeah. Right. Like somebody might do with croutons, for example. Yeah. Hey, I don't. Th- you're not going like to go to a restaurant and be like, hey, croutons. can I have a bowl of croutons? You're going to say, can I have a salad? Oh, good. There's croutons on it. True and irrelevant. All right. We'll not relitigate that right now. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the, the heat is still there, but uh, you're right. I'll calm it down for now. Yeah, why don't you shut up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Regulate. Uh huh. Classic song. Unbelievable. In my opinion, the song "Oh No." You know that song? I know. Oh no! We're not scared to hustle. It's been seven days of same clothes. Ask them originals, cause they know most deaf. Nate Dogg or Pharaoh. Nate Dogg, Mostaf, and Feral Mosh. I think I need. I think I need the rest of that. Verse. I was gonna say I <laughs> recognized it immediately. I wanted to see how <laughs> yeah, I yeah, yeah. I know I can count on you. Uh, yeah, j- 
and then like doing sh- oh, I just I just love him and it sucks that he died. He had a stroke. He did. He Classic did. sidekick move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody with, with that smooth of a voice should have lived forever. He should be he should be like 65 and showing up on rappers who aren't even born songs yet. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, you that know, should have been his fate. Yeah, you, you, you had that syrupy voice, also maybe a uh, buttery voice. Oh, definitely a buttery which, voice. Both of which cause uh, heart disease. Oh, that's true. And both of which were picked by Amy Miller in the condiments draft. Yeah. yeah. Nice callback. Thank you. That was good. Uh, yeah, I guess I, I guess I don't have too much else that's to say. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't want to... Uh, let me try to think of something to ask you about. About Nate the God Dog. Nate Dog. Um, uh, do you have a favorite Nate Dog line? Oh, Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's a hey, 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 hey. <laughs> classic sidekick line. Smoke, Smoke weed, weed every day. day. That's yeah. great. It's really good. You hung on to that for a while. Well, that was some, I, that's comedic patience. I used to. You were at some of these shows, I'm sure. Would start off my stand-up set by going hey, 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 <laughs> and then I would do 15 minutes of stand-up, and, and then at the end go smoke weed every day. <laughs> <laughs> might have been before my time but it that's might, delightful. okay it might have yeah man yeah. that's funny that's back when i was doing real weird shit all the time uh that is delightful uh it's a fun it's just a fun little little extra uh yeah. for, your, for your set there and that's oh man the great just the deep voice that can just get away with just saying that yeah 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 like, that's the other thing two about thirds he... of that line not words yeah no just smoke weed every day. <laughs> and the rest of it was, hey, 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 hey. You, you, How do you write that out? When he was, he was writing down his lyrics when he was brainstorming on the way over there? Right. Do you think he wrote all the different parts of hey? The hey, yeah, yeah. Or was it just hey? Yeah. And then in dot, parentheses, dot, dot. Nate dog that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just uh, freestyle with yeah. the hey. Um, great pick. Great yeah. pick. Thank you very much. Now I have two dogs. I don't want to feel like I'm picking on you. Chewbacca, of course, is a space dog. <laughs> We're not picking on her. She picked on croutons. I made a decision that I knew was going to, you know, ruffle a lot of But I'm so self-conscious that I'm siding with Ian, that I'm agreeing with Ian. I'm still feeling bad that I told you to shut up. Whatever you say in the next one, I'm going to agree with. I don't want that. to the death. Alex, I I don't want you to change the way that you criticize me. I just want you to be smarter about it. Don't be so stupid. What would that be besides a change? Realize how smart of a pick Croutons is. Well, if you pick something like Croutons again, Alex Falcone and Ian K are going to regulate. I don't like that tone. I got three do, more do, picks, do, right? Do, We're doing, it's five picks? It's five picks, baby. Oh, man, and it's time right. for your third one right now. All right. Uh, let's get right to it. I wanted, it. A, I wanted an animal. A boo. Tiny from monkey a, from uh, Aladdin. From Aladdin, Abu. Oh. Abu is, I think, possibly the best Disney sidekick. He is uh, charming. He's got yeah. a little tiny hat. He's yeah. got a little Gets vest too. A little vest. He helps. He was an elephant for a short time. He mm-hmm. was an elephant for he, a short time to help. Yeah, to help it was Aladdin. Helpful. Yeah, yeah. He so kept the hat and vest. Got ro- got had a robe on. Bigger, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uh, uh, and you could tell there was some real love there when they were when they got shot into uh, the Arctic. That's true. And Aladdin is wearing just a tiny vest and freezing. What does he do? Monkey in the vest. Yep. Right away. And uh, Abu also like uh, gets got him out of prison. Right, he could smuggle in a key. Yeah. He, uh, Abu stole the lamp that started this whole thing. Oh yeah. He's got great hands. He's got some of the best pickpocketing hands All I've hands ever seen. Team. Yeah. Abu's huh. an underrated, uh, underrated Disney character. Here's what I'll say. Also, he yeah. didn't. He could have left in the beginning. He didn't oh, know yeah. that things would turn up sweet. Sure. Yeah. He had no idea That's that right. it would be any different than just street rat life. Yeah. But he hey. Was- 
stealing bread. Oh, I also like that he's not thrilled about giving that peasant kid bread. Oh, yeah. I did like that. that was, I yeah, like that funny. he's like, dude, come on. Like, so- <laughs> yeah. I want that bread. Yeah. yeah. What if yeah. I want that bread? See, but that's a great point. He was he was there for Aladdin when they were poor. So it's not like and it wasn't it wasn't like gold digging no. with Aladdin. He, he knew was, yeah. he would have been happy eating bread in the attic and running away from the cops yeah, all Abu's day. Long. A ride or die monkey. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Ride or die monkey. That's a great sidekick. Yeah. That's this that's the mark of a good sidekick is, is someone he, yeah. He dresses like Aladdin too, right? He does, yeah, they have similar clothes. Let knocks you down a couple points. I don't really? know. That's a great sidekick <laughs> move. The same costume but smaller? That's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. pretty great. Also, if there's one thing I want in a sidekick, it's tiny hands. They're very helpful. It is good to have there's a lot of things hands. you can get into good and out qualifier. of. Yeah. Yeah. George Costanza, beautiful hands. Beautiful hands. Beautiful hands. A little too big, but yeah, very nice looking. A little looking. too big. Uh, yeah, Abu is great, and, and uh, he. I like how he kind of talks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And uh, yeah, the other one with the bread was yeah, a, a perfect example. And also, uh, there's uh, when uh, when uh, Princess kisses Jafar as like a distraction. Yeah, he is visibly disgusted by that. He is kiss. so upset. It's like he sees his, physically. It, it's like he had attached to her as his new mom. Yeah, and it's like new mom's like, kissing a no, weird guy. I don't. I don't like. I don't like that new mom I is kissing. Saw mommy kissing offensive Arabic stereotype. <laughs> That's my favorite. Uh, <laughs> didn't Abu and like the tiger have some sort of relationship? Not yeah, they sexual, ended up liking like, each other. They were, yeah, they, they were, hated each other at first. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They were siblings. Yeah, uh, uh, like step sibling rivalry. Right, right. Yeah. Yep. Didn't want the tiger to take over. Yeah, he was. I mean, he was afraid, as you would be when your best bud meets a new lady. You right. afraid you're going to lose some time with? He's not a fucking right. idiot. He's yeah. a tiny monkey yeah. being like, oh. I, Look who's being be added to the entourage. Yeah. A tiger. Yeah. I don't like it. What what are we living in a cocaine mansion? But Said later Abu? he realizes <laughs> intelligently, yeah. I could just ride this tiger. I'm good a tiny monkey. A yeah. Ride the tiger. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's good to have a tiger around. Abu <laughs> died of a cocaine overdose about five years after they yeah. <laughs> finished wrapped shooting that movie. Yeah. Oh, that's is that is that in Return of Jafar? Yeah. Michael Madsen was at his house. <laughs> Uh, a boo from Aladdin, great pick, really good. And uh, it's all you also get to make your fourth pick as it is a ceremony draft. Um, man, this one's tough. I got a lot of people. I got a lot of things, a lot of ideas. I'm saving. I got this one. I'm saving for fifth. Um, man, I'm I'm stuck between two. Uh, I'm gonna go with Teller. Oh, all right, Teller, Teller of Penn and Teller. I uh, always thought of Penn as the son. No, just, <laughs> I mean, so in a lot I of ways, I live in that world yeah. where that person thinks that where there's an actual. Teller it would be. Person? I mean, you could definitely make the argument of that because yeah. Teller is one of the greatest magicians who's ever lived. Yeah, and Penn is an obnoxious juggler, like a carnival barker. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it, but they complement each other perfectly that way, which is it's in show business. I don't think I've ever seen a more perfect partnership than those yes. two guys. Delightful. They still like each other. They've been working together for like forty years. Uh, but my favorite thing about Teller as a sidekick is in magic, in magic when there's a sidekick, it's usually a 16-year-old gymnast right? who has to do the climbing in the box and getting underneath and putting her hand in weird directions. Teller does that, and he's like a 65-year-old guy. He does all that gymnast that's shit. That's true. He does man. all that yeah. stuff. That's a, that's a great sidekick to have around. And all, and, oh, sorry. You know, go ahead. I just have so many things I want to say a lot yes, about Teller. Yes, please. Yeah. Teller uh, doesn't talk in the show, of course, but talks a lot on like interviews yeah. and documentaries and stuff and is uh, just one of the most eloquent, brilliant 
speakers I've ever seen on on subjects, uh, mostly magic related subjects. But he's a genius, and he he was a, like a high school English teacher who liked magic on the side. Was he really? And got yeah, he got uh, pulled up into a life of fame with with this obnoxious juggler. But he is so terrific. Uh, there's this. There's a, a great documentary that I saw on magic where he was talking about doing a useless sleight of hand, yeah. which is where you do like 12 moves to do the thing that looks like was happening all along in one move. Oh, yeah. So it's a series of really e- exotic moves and e- difficult hand movements just to not be obvious to anybody but yourself. And that is the thing I love about a magician who's like constantly making stuff hard on himself just so he can do magic. Just to make a little, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like doing a show in Kennewick. Yeah, so that would be a great one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'd be like, I take the ball off the top of the cup, I put it under the cup, look, I show you under the cup, there's the ball. Except he did that in 12 moves, and it's not the same ball, but you don't know, and there's no reason. Yeah. Just because there's so much noise that it's like to make it impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Do you like magic a lot? You do a little magic, right? Yeah, I I did a little magic in high school. Dabbled in it. I dabbled in it. Yeah, Anthony and I did magic at uh, that festival in New Orleans. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's right, you did. What makes a good magician? Uh,. Well, uh, usually you have to have like gone to prison or something to have put in the kind of work you need to. Yeah, it's, yeah like 40 years of practice. You just need that much time to do it. Yeah. It's an incredible amount of work. But also, uh, I mean, so much of magic is in presenting a thing because magic is one of the things that the audience like inherently hates. And so, which is why he's a side, what, him and, one of the reasons him and Penn work so well together is because Penn is like, uh, I can, I'm going to make this an interesting thing. Yes. And I'm going to make this a beautiful thing. And I'm going to give you the philosophy of why we're doing it. And I'm going to get the audience on board while you do this weird shit of climbing around in a box. Because magic is inherently uh, lame, I think. Yeah. It t- yeah. And uh, so, it weirdly is. And they, d- and that's, I mean, Penn and Tyler are my favorite magic act because they make it so much more interesting and relevant. Yeah. Magic is a lame thing that I would 100% go see if you asked me to. You know oh, yeah, I mean? yeah, let's do it. Where I would oh, totally would. Let's you, put on our you, suits and go to the Magic Castle. Yes, we can do that here. I'll go buy a suit. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no zippers. You can't have zippers. That's true. There's no zippers? I have several friends who are uh, magicians there, and uh, you can't wear zippers. Yeah. Wow. Can't wear a jacket with a zipper on it. Yeah. You got to be fancy. Yeah. Uh, there's that? actually a new magic club here, and I can't remember the name of it. That's supposed to be this is a little easier to get into, but it's supposed to be really fun. Uh, yeah, just love magic. Yeah. I go to magic any day, even when it's not good. I'm just like, this is so interesting. I'm into it. I went to a cat circus recently. Not yeah. magic, <laughs> but I did go. I need, I need three more sentences about that. <laughs> there was also a uh, a duck that did tricks. Wait, in a cat circus? Yeah. It feels like the promise of the cat circus. They figured it out. <laughs> Oh no! Wait, was it wasn't this, a wait. duck? It was a groundhog. <laughs> it was a groundhog. Yeah, no. it was a groundhog, not a duck. Did we just see that happen for real? It was a chicken, though. That's I because when you think of a groundhog and a chicken at the same time, of course your brain puts out duck. Yeah, yeah, sure. Because that's the time. combination of a groundhog. Yeah, yeah that's and a, how you make a duck. Yeah. <laughs> if you were making the recipe for duck, that's what you would do. I can't believe. Yeah. A groundhog though is a weird. Are you sure it wasn't like a guinea pig? It or was something? a groundhog. Weird. Big fat groundhog, fat groundhog. There's a there's a tradition in magic of guinea pig tricks. There's Is it really? Lot, there's a series of really good guinea pig tricks. What mostly involve you eating the guinea pig. Jesus, really? Well, not it's really. A Peruvian. It's a, it's a Peruvian magic. Trick. <laughs> it's a Peruvian <laughs> yeah, classic. Yeah, yeah. Man, when I found out, have you guys seen? You've seen Peru's guinea pig festival? Yeah. No. Have you not seen this? Google this. It's the most adorable thing. They get all their guinea pigs, dress them up real funny. And it's so delightful. And I was like telling everybody I saw, I was like, guys, do you know about this Proven Guinea Festival? And like the 20th person was like, 
you know they eat them at the end, right? Mm. And it was the most crushed I've ever been. It was like, if you told me that Santa Claus wasn't real and the person pretending to be Santa Claus was a murderer. It was like that <laughs> much of a letdown. You still have a lot of investment in the identity of Santa Claus. That, yeah. Well, if it was like, no, Santa Claus isn't real, that's, the guy at the mall is John Wayne Gacy. Uh, that's what oh, it that's felt like. That's a total yeah. bummer. Yeah. It would yeah, be, yeah. yeah that no, would I suck. see what you're saying. Not yeah. just like a regular murderer. Like, like eats children. Yeah. Super murderer. My favorite, my favorite picture in the world, yeah, is of a guinea pig wearing a little top hat, yeah, painted by a, John Gainway, playing a French horn. Painted. Don't you even, don't even joke about this picture. <laughs> he's on a, he's on a little blanket covered in stars because uh-huh. he's a little star, yeah, and he's got a little French horn <laughs> and he's got oh, a yeah, little yeah. top hat on. I've seen that picture. It is. I don't know. It sounds busy. No, Phoebe. <laughs> God damn it. Listen, you know, croutons. All right. There is genius art going on over here. Think about it. Why did someone make that picture? Hold on. Tell me again. Just give me the- Let me paint the picture for you one yeah, more yeah. time. One more time. He's on a bit of a pedestal, uh, <laughs> but the pedestal and the background are covered by uh, a, like a like a sheet, yeah. black, with uh, little stars on it. Yeah. And he's a, he's a real fat little guinea pig, too. <laughs> he's real fat. And someone's what, put what like a- is he? Huh? What color is he? He's a like, kind of a, like a I forget, with a calico almost, a calico okay. guinea pig. All right. And he's got a little top. I like to think his name is Taft. It could be Taft for sure. And he's got a little top hat on, and yeah. someone has placed a miniature French horn. A guinea pig sized French horn. A guinea pig sized French horn at its mouth. And he's, <laughs> and he's sitting there just playing it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it. Look. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it. Everybody, Google, Guinea, if all you're, you gotta if you're do driving, is Google, Google, Google this right Guinea now. Pig French Horn. I've gotten this picture onto every TV show I've ever worked on. <laughs> it is a passion project for me. It's my favorite picture. The first time I saw it, I was in. It was in the early days of the. <laughs> It was in the early days of the internet. Was it? I was maybe like in middle school or early high school, and I clicked on it and I laughed for 15 minutes. It, sure. The whole notion of someone. Just the, <laughs> just the idea of someone yeah. being like, "What'd you do today, honey?" Oh, I uh, <laughs> you know that tiny French horn we have lying around. <laughs> I uh, set up a little photo shoot for the guinea pig where I put a, a little felt top hat on him and gave him the tiniest little French horn you've ever seen. Honey, what what instrument do you think a guinea pig would play? I feel like a French horn. A French well, horn is yeah. excellent, though. Yeah, it's perfect. That's exactly what a little yeah. guinea pig would play. It's. I, you know, I was just razzing you earlier. I think it's the most. It's good. I think that's the best thing I've ever seen. Thank you for saying that. I have trouble being funny about that picture. No, I know. I mean, I wish people me. could have. I wish this was a live show so people could have watched how genuine the emotion in your face was while you described this. It was I a lot. Love it. There was a childlike joy in your eyes. I love a it. Gleam. If if when I was done dying is my death song, that's my death picture. I, I just <laughs> want to be listening to Dan Deacon and staring at that guinea pig while the plane crashes into a mountain. <laughs> At your funeral, there'll be a framed photo on the casket, but yeah. not of you. No, that's all I want at my funeral is for every every comedian I'm friends with to go up and say "gun down" in his prime while there's a picture of that guinea pig in a wreath. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna open the rafters. I'm, I'm going to add this to my Twitter bot right now. <laughs> Alex, do you have a death song? I do not have a death song. No. What is a death song? Is oh, that it's... like the blue n- or the brown note? Where no, it makes it's you the song you want to hear when you're dying. <laughs> you hear you die. <laughs> Uh, it's a song with Phoebe and I have it. I, I brought it up on a previous podcast and I found out it's the only one who had one. 
It's just a song I have loaded on my phone in case the plane starts crashing. Mine is offline also for plane rides. Yeah, same here. What's your... What was yours Yours is Wild Horses. Yeah, yours is... When I Was Done Dying by Dan Deacon. Oh, that's... This is like death-related. Yeah, yeah. Fits right in. Yeah, it might might be a little on the nose for a death song. Oh, it's it's for me. Boy, Alex. I'll think on it. Remember earlier when you were like, I'm sorry, I'm so critical? No, that was to you. Now I'm being critical of Ian. I'm trying to balance it. Oh, I like it. I love it. I like it. Yeah. I was just I'll think of a death song. So tell her. Tell her. Great pick. Thank you. Uh, anything else to say about it? their show? Bullshit was also really good. I used to watch that a lot. Yeah, had some good moments. Yeah, it was, yeah. I guess saying it was really good is not. It's not. It was, it not was that good. okay. It was all right. It had yeah. some definitely some really good stuff on it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, one of the things that I know from because I've been fans of them for a long time on the stage show, uh, Penn mm-hmm. is wrong about. Almost everything he talks yeah. about when he's not doing the show, he is just his aggressively wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he's yeah. real. And Teller has not done that to me. Like the more True. I find out about Teller, it's I'm not as I'm more disappointed the way I am with Penn. Um, it's time for my fourth pick. Let's hear it. And I got a serpentine. Not, it's not a serpentine draft. It's not going to be. It's I don't think it's going to be popular, but I got to fucking ride with it. I got to take Turtle from Entourage, dude. Oh. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Do it. Classic do, from guess. that list of internet's best sidekicks. No, is he really? <laughs> he, was. He, was on, he was like on. I didn't see Turtle on any list okay. I looked at. All right. He got on a couple of. And them. if I if I was coming in here not having seen every episode of Entourage for like four times, then it'd be another really? story. I wow. love that show. Okay, so I have I saw the movie last year. Yeah. And I did not care for it without having seen the I've show. Never seen the show. Oh well, that's but a I was mistake. like, but I do not understand. So, so the movie the was show all the worst it, parts of the TV show. It feels like they were like, what if we made a show of douches? They're not. Well, some of. I mean, first of all, it's a it's a comedy, and you have to remember that when you're watching it. Like these characters, yeah, are yeah in that classic comedy way where you have to keep telling yourself, no, 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 this is funny. No, 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 no this is a comedy. No, these characters <laughs> are like hyper hyperbolic. Like Johnny Drama is a hilarious character, like a hyper hyperbolic yeah. version of this like type type of dude in Hollywood, and Turtle. To talk about why I like he's a sidekick, yeah, yeah. or or I can go into Entourage. Here's what I find appealing about it: it's a lot of the oh, yes, a lot of the time it's funny in awful sophomoric ways, mm-hmm. and it really is. And yeah. even when I was first on, I I knew that, but it also is genuinely funny sometimes. Ari's an amazing character. Yeah, Vince kind of sucks. Johnny Drama's a really inter- entertaining character. The rags to riches part of it is very appealing. Yeah, where they set up these high stakes situation. Where the only outcome is either extremely positive or neutral. And all solved by a phone call. And it's almost always solved. Yeah. Interesting. And then on top of it, and this is a point that Bill Simmons made, which is maybe not another bro-y sort of dude, but like it's a really great like tourism show for Los Angeles. Oh, for like a certain era, because they, they go film on location at all these different places. Yeah, yeah, they're they're homophobic in a lot of different. They are. They are areas. homophobic <laughs> in a lot of different parts of LA, including West Hollywood, ironically. <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, and they go there. Uh, there'll be no high fiving. My <laughs> God damn it! All right, I still take turtle. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> no, uh, you can still. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, fine. yeah. Um, I'm surprised. I'm sure croutons turtle? have been racist at some point. <laughs> yeah, well, absolutely. They were invented to stop uh, Chinese people from voting. <laughs> <laughs> Probably somehow. Uh, I'd love to hear the middle step, but it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. step the, one: make croutons. Step three: turtle is the rider diest member of that entire entourage. <laughs> Turtle is such a positive dude. Yeah. You know, I mean, every, like, he'll he, he'll get into, like, a little bit of trouble every now and then, like, in the pursuit of marijuana or a pair of sneakers that have been customized by a graffiti artist, for example. 
But all good, yeah. Good for pursuits. the most part, he's always got Vince's back, and he, he takes very little from him, and he ends up making making a lot of himself. I won't put any spoilers out there, but he ends up becoming very rich off of a tequila company that he invested <laughs> with Mark Cuban. No spoilers. <laughs> I don't know if you if you know how the spoilers. Yeah, work. yeah, no spoilers. <laughs> but I was I was gonna ask what happened because I didn't know, and then you or I didn't remember from the movie. Yeah, and then I was disappointed you weren't gonna spoil it. Kind of relieved. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In the way you didn't spoil it, I still understand. I think anyone who's really put the time in <laughs> on Entourage would would agree with me. I yeah, I don't. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not sure that I disagree. I just remember the Turtle movie was that douchey. dude. And the worst part of the movie was yeah. there were these bros behind me yeah. that were having a great time. Yeah. And... No, you just saw it in 3D. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you saw it in IMAX. That's all that happened. I, was, I, I took that too literally. That's a really, really good joke I didn't laugh at enough. I'm sorry. Thanks, Alex. Um, Your apology is all I wanted. The, the, yeah, the bros were having a great time, and that made me sad. Sometimes there's a certain kind of person when they're really happy. Like when the Cubs won. Yeah. There was I was like, yeah, good job, underdogs. And then the TV camera cut to this bar in Chicago, and there was a guy holding two beers, really happy cheering with his arms up in the air, and both beers were pouring on women behind him. <laughs> and the women were cheering and didn't care. And I was like, just bummed that they were having a just good time. All of them. I was like, if you guys are happy, I feel like something bad has happened. The the safety of our country can only be accomplished through the radical acceptance of bros. <laughs> I that's the thing I firmly believe. That's a real manifesto yeah. first sentence. I believe the radical acceptance of bros is necessary because there are many dudes on the precipice who feel like they could go either one way into, into Trumplandia or another into being an acceptable dude. And all they need so, wait, is, the... is someone from, from the right side saying, you're all right. It's so okay. you're saying that the bro who's not as homophobic is like our best case scenario with that guy? Yeah. So we need to accept we need them liberal to keep bros. them just a little bit, yeah. We need more liberal bros. Not we, everybody can be like uh, anti-fascist. <laughs> I I guess maybe then I I bros out there, yeah, because I'm sure there are some. Oh, you listen to this podcast, yeah, yeah. Uh, I accept you, and I only w I want you to be a little bit better. Yeah, and I, I don't just, want all of us to be a little better. Can we tweak the visor thing just a little bit? There are compromises that have to be made. What if them, have, oh, what them if wearing have, visors? What if, you have, what if you have a tight spike upstairs? <laughs> but you still need to keep the sun out of your eyes. Well, I mean, I guess for practical like, reasons, we could talk. If you but... got the big bucket at the driving range, come on. <laughs> you know you're going to be out there for the whole afternoon? <laughs> got a couple of blue moon pitchers on the way? <laughs> there right. are circumstances right, where a visor is acceptable. I, I feel right, like you're not right. just accepting. I think you might... Like, Love these bros. Yeah, you're pandering a Daddy, little bit. Daddy, I'm a bro. I've been a bro this whole time. I've mellowed out a little oh. bit in my old age, but yeah. That's I my, see it that's now. That's my secret. I see lot. it. That's my secret. information. I feel like I always thought you were one of us, and now that I'm looking at no, it. No, 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 What's, Like, what? you mean that. That mustache you're wearing? Yeah. You mean it. Yeah. This is a sincere mustache. It's a good mustache, <laughs> Thank though. you very much. It's Thank a really good Phoebe. mustache. I didn't Thank say Thank you, that. Phoebe. Uh, <laughs> what's your favorite turtle moment? Oh, God. You know what I really... I don't know. I don't know what my favorite turtle moment is. I felt one that was very impactful on me was one I previously mentioned, which was where he goes on this hunt for this uh, customized pair of sneakers yeah. with Vince, and eventually Vince helps him get it. But just like, I just love how much he how much he's there for everybody. Yeah, yeah. I just really I really appreciate that in him. That's beautiful. Yeah, Phoebe, there's a question in the studio. Uh, why is he called Turtle? Ooh, good question. I don't think they ever answer that. Can we make it up? 
Yes. Right now. He can put his whole head inside his chest cavity. <laughs> <laughs> it was sort of a party trick. Alex wins. <laughs> uh, so that's why they call him Turtle. Yeah. Phoebe, let's find out uh, the story behind your next pick. This is number four. Your four. And, and then, then five. And then your final oh, one right shit. after. Two in a row? Yeah. <laughs> All right. It is, uh, Look, I did not know what a serpentine draft meant, but as soon as you explained it, I grabbed onto it. It is a serpentine draft. I am impressed that how strong you're holding on to not understanding this. I thought it's how the third time it's happened, you're like, what? Two in a row? <laughs> Who would ever it's... do that in a draft? It the specific rules of a serpentine draft happen to also seem to have the same work within the same cortex of my brain that can't do math. Yeah. Where it's like this, like 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 work like work, working memory thing where I keep it in my head at the same time as it's happening. Mm-hmm. So it's a little difficult, Alex. One two three three it's two one. <laughs> one two three three two one. Oh, that's why it's serpentine. Oh. What's great about that is for the listeners at home, she just drew a serpent in the <laughs> yeah. sky, give you a better idea of what that looks like. Quetzalcoatl, the great serpent spirit that summoned. <laughs> I don't. That might not be the right name. <laughs> No, I get it now. All I can't right. wait to hear four and five from you. Okay, uh, four nestled in there. Uh, I just I started. Okay, I decided to start classic. Go in with a couple. Uh, Bad couple picks? hot. Shut up. Can I interrupt for just one second? Please. I was do. fucking right with Quetzalcoatl. Were that you really? Was the serpent spirit. Nicely done. Fucking yeah. Really I've been good. in L.A. enough time to know the dragon spirits around here. <laughs> I have a vanity plate that says Chris <laughs> got on it. All right, Phoebe, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no problem. Yeah. Uh, so I went with a couple of controversial picks. Some emotions were high. Mm-hmm. Things were said. Mm-hmm. Now third, I'm throwing in just like half to shout out. Fourth. Third was fourth. Coupons. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, Ed Norton. Honeymooners. Oh! Classic. That is a classic. Kick. No other sidekick would exist without him. On the internet's lists. I could, I didn't read any Not of these lists. Not accusing you, just saying the internet agrees with you. <laughs> Thanks, the, the people internet. at uh, Ranker.com agree with you. It, now when you speak to me, I feel like I'm on trial. So yeah. that's the tone you were picking up. No, we're going to go back to the tone of your first pick, which is <laughs> I have not seen The Honeymooners, but I'm going to riff real hard. Really? You haven't seen The Honeymooners? No. Holy is that the one where he's always going to punch his wife? Bang zoom to the moon, I Alice. mean, yeah, if that's, yeah. That's the premise of the show. All right, I'm I'm on board so far. It is <laughs> it's the reason why everything we love exists. And I think at, Wait a second. Honeymooners made chocolate? Wait a minute. Oh boy. It isn't an exciting pick. It isn't a particularly like divisive creative one. No. But in my heart, I couldn't let this podcast go to print without having said it as do. a tip of the hat. It's kind of excessive that you. you print out the whole show, but I think I it's nice that no, no, a... but it's great. I mean, it's a nice service to the people on the yeah. metro who it's pick a, it up. Yeah. The coffee book version <laughs> of the podcast. Ed Norton, I love him. I th- he's uh, quintessential to the. Ian's still googling, so let me ask: Do you have a favorite Ed Norton moment? I'm present. Uh, I, you know, I was trying to think, I was trying to think of one and I can't, I think that mm-hmm. his, it's just his personality. It's his character. That's so good. It's the way he agrees to go on these intensely pointless, yeah. over inflated situations with Ralph 
that are my favorite moments. Like, there's not one in particular, and that's what makes him such a good sidekick. Yeah, Ralph gets him involved in all these harebrained schemes all the time. Schemes, hardcore yeah. schemes that won't even really affect Ed that much. Like, they're all to get Ralph... And Ralph Cranman's such a prick. Oh, although, he's... ultimately a lovable prick, but that... And Wonderful. Ed Norton is such, like, a good-natured sweetheart who will sometimes, like, batter, like go back and forth with him a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh... Yeah, he's what Piglet could be, mm. essentially. It's a oh, real poop so you're Piglet the, dynamic. Draft is a journey. You're saying that, yeah. uh, if you that Ed Norton is, is part of the Phoebe Bottoms draft pick cinematic universe. Yep, that's what I'm saying. I, it's a whole, <laughs> it's a whole scheme I'm working. I like that. I did not. I don't know how mine connect, so I do appreciate that about your list. Right, no problem. Uh, so yeah, Ed Norton. I think uh, more than anything, I you know I love sidekick sidekicks. They wouldn't exist without him. Our favorite comedies wouldn't exist without the Honeymooners. Yeah. So thank you. Barney Rubble is basically based on uh, Ed oh. Norton. So if you think, if you need oh, a reference. Is, yeah. Is there a way I can, I can prox, uh, uh, make croutons analogous to the Flintstones in some way for you to understand yeah, with your key it. brain? You get one try at it though. Okay. You, you know how, swing. you know how sometimes... Like a bird will spit out some rocks onto a thing of greens and go, it's a living. And you're like, oh, these rocks are making the salad better mm. back wow. in the Flintstones era. I'm glad I'm glad I only gave you one shot at it. <laughs> you just used a pelican I, and dug your hole a little bit deeper. <laughs> I really <laughs> fucked up. I really <laughs> fucked up this time, guys. <laughs> we gave you a chance. You didn't. No, I, Fortunately, I dropped that ball. Well, you have another chance right now, Phoebe, it's a with serpentine your draft. final right. pick. Okay. The first pick of the final round. So I saved oh, I saved this one for last. Uh, There's all these sidekicks at home that are like, please, please. <laughs> this is my last chance. Please. I've already bought a house. I okay. better get this. I've been dealing with this one all day. And uh, it, okay. Oh, I'm so stressed out. I'm just going to say who it is. I, for my last sidekick if pick. If you say my husband, I'm fucking I, done with you. No. <laughs> I pick Rob Schneider. What? As a, as a I'm human, done with you. What? Human, listen, no, as a human no! being, shut up. I feel like you're no, trying no, no. to trump this game or you're trying listen, to be so bad at no. it. You're, gonna, you're trying to shoot listen the moon to me. I of have drafting. so many notes about it. I hate him so much. Yes. But he lives his his entire identity as a human being is based on being a sidekick. I hate nothing, that you're right. Nothing he has in his real yeah. human day-to-day life. He has... He has it because he's a sidekick, because he's riding the coattails of someone more successful and more talented than him. And okay. It's an amazing pick. He's the ultimate parasitic sidekick. He's a parasite. <laughs> he's like, it's like he needed, he's like a fucking demon, an ineffective one that mm. needed to find a host and it got sucked into Adam Sandler. And the only reason he's able to stay alive is because he's been body snatched essentially as a career. He... They, okay, so I so the, accidentally watched all of Ridiculous Six last night. I don't. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've done, we've all done that accidentally. <laughs> and I, he I've ha- accidentally watched part of Ridiculous Six. How did you keep fucking up <laughs> the whole time? It's mesmerizingly bad. I bet. It's a lot. But the thing is with it that... So it came out... Okay, so Rob Schneider has this Netflix original series called Real Rob, which mm-hmm. is... 
a vanity project. That is my favorite thing on the internet. It, uh, favorite thing on the internet, second only to The Andrew Show, which is a, a, a weekly web show made by the grandson of the Grand Wizard of the KKK. Oh. It's great. Anyway. Wait, so the grandson of the Grand Wizard, it's, does that make him a great Grand Wizard? I'm trying to do the math on this. Where do the grands cross each other out and he's just a wizard? May I interrupt Alex to continue my Rob Schneider, Ian? Yes, please. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. So he has a show, Real Rob. And when I was watching Ridiculous Six, that came out before Real Rob did. And Rob Schneider has so many lines. He has more lines than Adam Sandler. And I think what's happening is Sandler was trying to help his stupid fucking friend get this dumb show off so he you know he bolstered him and let him be a feature as a sidekick then he got this show and it's so bad and now in the latest movie Sandy Wexler Rob Schneider is in it but he's the disembodied voice of like a like an Armenian landlord or something so he's like on his way out he's on his way out but also, still lingering still to be a little bit racist yes very <laughs> racist 100% of the time <laughs> Rob Schneider was in Demolition Man so he's also a sidekick to other people, but as a human being, he is a horrible little sidekick, and I hate him. So but yeah, he's just my to pick. be clear, you're saying he is bad. You don't like him, but like you need him on the team. But as sort of yes. a rod s. But we didn't say who are the sidekicks we love the most. Yeah, he is. The pick is sidekicks. He is. He has lived his entire li- public life as a sidekick. He's a it's parasite. Inter- he's a parasite. Wait, I guess Ian, you didn't specify in the email. We're not supposed to like them. You don't have to. Huh? It's up to every. You don't get up here and play jazz. I'm not going to tell you what to do. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, Man, I like all of mine. We let we let crouton slide by. I'm not a huge. Crouton I wouldn't say fan. slide. I feel like we. <laughs> We roughed it up on the way yeah, by. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you guys were like a fucking slip inside with no hose attached to it for that one. <laughs> but you know what? I, judge, burned judge my, dread, I burned the back of my legs getting to the end of that one, but it was worth it. <laughs> he's terrible and he terrible. It's and he's great an analogy, but terrible. He's a very like conservative, like Trump guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's really awful. mean to comedy he's places mean. he plays. Yeah, he is, right? Real arrogant, terrible to staffs. Arrogant, mean stupid not talented but he has a career that everyone knows about because he's a sidekick other people write all his material for him and he still delivers it poorly yeah he's the worst person in entertainment he doesn't listen to this does he boy i hope he does because i want to i just want i don't know i don't want him to be mad at me anyway oh you don't want rob schneider to be mad at you i don't like thinking anyone's mad at me that really Sorry, that was... A guy drove by this afternoon in the valley, yeah. and the car slowed down, and he like looked me in the eye and flipped me off and drove away. What'd yeah, you do, bro? That's what I've been wondering all day. <laughs> it's I... the valley. It's a harsh place yeah. for delegates. I mean, I just assume he's right. Things. Yeah. I mean, they were, it was so intentional. I assume that I did something. But see, like just knowing that that guy in that El Camino is mad at me ruined my day. I, want, I don't want Rob Schneider to hear this and be... Well, like, let's all just, say something nice about his pop star daughter, L. King, and then move on. I really like X's and O's. Yeah. It's a very catchy, it's well done banger. song. It's a banger. Yeah. I refuse. Well, all right, Vibes. I'm out. It's uh, like It was like Hillary at the end of that debate where she they were like, say something nice about him, and she was like, beautiful kids. Hey, beautiful kids. That's what that's Which, what we're going to do to Rob Schneider. I fully disagree with. I hate yeah, kids. Not so true. Much. Not true. Oh, and not a compliment yeah. to him. Uh, Rob Schneider. Great, great pick. I agree. I think very, yeah. Couldn't be more wrong, but a great pick. Uh, Croutons, everything you said was right. Sidekick out of movies. Yeah. 
I like it. Thanks, guys. It's time for my final pick. Ian's last choice. Damn. All the sidekicks. There's only two more chances for you to get picked in this draft, this year's draft. Wait, Alex, do you have one left? I do. Okay. It does. Um, do you ever do afterwards? I know this show is already like four hours long, yeah. but do you ever do like uh, people who could be purchased in free agency but yeah. were not drafted? We, yeah, we'll, we'll just real call, quick. call some of them out. Yeah, I just want to give a couple of like, uh, high fives. I have to take... I would be I would be remiss if I if I didn't if I left it on the board, even though I don't think it's gonna like being drafted as a sidekick. Ooh, I, I like still that. I still believe that it's true, and I'm afraid to do it in this room right now. But I'm gonna do it anyway. I'm Sean taking Jordan. Canada. Oh, Canada, yeah. Yeah. America's sidekick. I was on that was on my that was on my list. Yeah, of, was on uh, your, I wasn't gonna draft it, but was on my my maybes. Often kinder, often nicer, yeah. uh, sidekick. Yeah, but but I think our our, our sidekick our sidekick it's nonetheless it's not Mexico. It, our sidekick is much more likely to be Canada. Yeah, I yeah. I, I, I I love it. I love that country. I've I'm mean, the two cities I've been to, which are Toronto and uh and Vancouver, Montreal. I've never You've been, never to, been to the Coop. I've been to Victoria. Oh, okay. I've never yeah, been so to the Coop. Yeah, I've never been invited. It's beautiful. Is it? The Victoria's whole country gorgeous. is incredible. The whole thing I, yeah. is great. Well, yeah. I mean, there's probably Toronto's amazing. Toronto is amazing. I love. Oh, Toronto. can people tweet at us what we should eat in Toronto? We've already started trying to figure that out. Oh yeah. Well, so yeah, can I tweet at you what you should eat? Yes. We'll just I make us suggestions. The Parks and Labor Burger closed. Okay. Found out. Uh, well, definitely uh, uh, try some Asian cuisines because I had I had Japanese food. Yeah. I had Chinese food and I uh, had Vietnamese food. I think. Anyway, man, I ate so much good food. All bangers, isn't it oh. so great? It's my favorite. It's it's one of my five favorite cities to do comedy in. It's so fun. Yeah. Every show I did there was great. Oh, yeah. man, I love Toronto. Because the crowds are so oh. good because all the talent gets stuck there. And then they're, like, exposed to all this amazing comedy. So you have these, like, crowds that are used to seeing, like, eclectic comedy that, you know, like, unique voices. Like, the kind you can see at the comedy bar in Toronto I, on a June, June 20th, 26th. Yeah. 3rd to the oh, wait, 26th. 23rd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I will say, also... Do not eat burritos there, which oh. should be obvious, but I made that. Somebody I recommended Mexican someone food tweeted in at me. London recently. Oh, <laughs> and that was mistake. Weird. I went to a Chipotle when I was living in London for a month, yeah. and it was the guy behind me in line didn't know what a burrito was oh. and, the, and seemed Canada very is. wary of it. The, the burrito I got in Canada, and I will call it, I've called them out on two other podcasts, sure. but Burrito Boys with a Z oh. at the end. Yeah. Worst place I've ever eaten. They so what they do is they roll the burrito and well, around they, live mice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been improving. They that. they put the food in like a line. They make like your your beans are in a very thin line, and then the salsa is in a very thin line, oh. and then they roll it up so that like like the left half is beans and the right half is sour oh, cream. It's awful. No. And then they stab a toothpick through it so that, it's to, that it has your name on it. So when they grill the outside, they know which whose burrito is whose. Yeah. And so they just keep stabbing holes all the way around the burrito. So when oh, you take a first so bite, good. it sprinkles out the sides. It's, uh, it's Ian, can we go there, though? Bad. It sounds like We're fascinating. It sounds fascinatingly bad. I almost jumped over the counter when they first stabbed it. I was like like trying to save a baby. I was like, ah! ah it sounds like, like a Cronenberg restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like how Cronenberg would make a burrito. It, it was a nightmare. I also had some real bad pizza. You but can, you I had can... the best Thai food I've ever eaten. Really? Unbelievable. This this couple from Thailand that moved to Toronto and they had their their like story of their love on the wall in pictures Aww. and I fell in love with them and it was just the most incredible food. Man, I had a great time in Toronto. Uh, so 
great sidekick to have. They yeah. probably like to think of themselves as a sovereign nation. But yes, they certainly are a sovereign so nation. Polite. We're doing like so much better it. than us right now. <laughs> yeah. In a lot of ways. Right. In a way that like it, it almost sucks to see your sidekick outshine you like that. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, big ups, big ups to little. I love little it. We buddy. drag we drag them into all sorts of unfortunate situations, and they yeah. help us get out of it. Yeah, yep. wars, for example, yep. mostly those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I just this is a sidekick pick. It's it's not a condescending sidekick pick. It's one out of love. I think all for the most part, sidekicks are a positive thing. Yeah, I think everyone is endeared to a sidekick. I I, I wonder about that. Do you think like Do you think there are that most sidekicks are like. At some point, I want to be Kanye West famous, or do you think they're all happy to be Jay Z's friend? I think it's. I don't. I think it varies from case to case. I think Chewbacca was happy to be. Yeah. Han Solo's sidekick. I think a truly good sidekick like Chewbacca or Ed Norton happy to just be along or for the croutons. ride. Or croutons. More croutons. Croutons. Just stoked to be part of the team. I'm gonna go eat just my salad. Just to be considered this. a sidekick. Uh, Alex Falcone, you have the final pick. This is less funny because of what you just did. Yeah. I'm gonna go with the moon. Oh, the moon is oh, great. The moon is the a good moon one. is for sure a sidekick. I had yeah. Canada, and then I thought of the moon. Yeah. Crossed out Canada because uh, the moon has been like loyalty is my number one thing. The moon's yeah. been here as long as I can remember. It ain't going nowhere. And uh, every night, baby. Also, you it have to. It kind of acts like it might go somewhere though. Yeah. It's, oh yeah. Ooh, it ooh, changes its off. outfit. No, I'm back and bigger than yeah. ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the moon talks during that. <laughs> I, I voice the moon. Also, I love the idea of like. I think the important thing for sidekicks is for them to have a separate power. Yeah. And like the moon makes waves. The tides. The tides, which makes surfing possible. Yeah. yeah. No one's surfing if there's no moon. Shout out to Andy Wood. So, <laughs> Shout out to Happy birthday. We love you. Yeah. Uh yeah. uh anybody the surfing is great. Also uh really helped Buzz Aldrin's career. Yeah, the big moon. for Buzz. Really big good for, for him. We were uh, worried about him for a while, yeah. too, you know. Yeah. His parents were like, What are like, you gonna do with the yourself? The Air Force thing was great, Buzz. One yeah. small step for man, one big step for moving out of my parents' house. <laughs> it's a big day for Buzz. Uh, he yeah. If it, it's 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 considered a it's it's played a large role in feminine spirituality. It has, yeah. Well, it, nice. apparently it does in a way that scientists do not entirely understand affects periods. Mm-hmm. That's the moon, man. Yeah, it turns That's them into commas. Cool. <laughs> That's how we got commas. <laughs> Jesus, it's, it's just a slight gravitational pull on the period. So I had to be at work twelve hours ago. It's been a long day. <laughs> it's been a long day for old carms. Uh, <laughs> Car- Carmack McCarthy has oh, had Carmack a long McCarthy. day. <laughs> no carm, no foul. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, the moon's a great pick. It's, we've we've been there. Really it's we, a we've, long distance relationship, but we still love them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, a good distance. If it was closer, bad for us. Bad, it way would bad. fall in and kill us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I do love there. in movies when the moon's way closer. And not in like Earth, but like in Star Wars, for example. Oh, yeah, when yeah. there's like a moon looming on the horizon. You're no, like, no, I, I know what you're oh, thinking of, but that's, that's no moon. That's the planet. That's, that's no, no moon. moon. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't work today, so I'm fresh. <laughs> that's no moon. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you guys didn't draft the moon. I was ah, so happy with that. You got Biden and the moon. And I thought, yeah, I was going to get a bookend with Biden and the moon. Yeah. I thought you would take Biden. I was right. Yep. I would have too. Yeah, I can't believe. Yeah. Anyway, are we reading our other ones now? Oh, sure we. Yeah. Is there anything else to say about the moon? Um, there are others, but that one's ours. And we yeah, love yeah. It. It's it's the moon. It's yeah. not a moon. How do you think the other moons feel about that? Uh, well, some of them have names, and the moon does not have a name. That's true. It's just the moon. Cassie, it's just hap- yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, like a lot of the, all the Jupiter ones have mm-hmm. names, and all those like we might live on someday. Yeah. Whereas the moon, we'll have a base, but we'll never feel like we're at home. Europa. There. I'm named after Euro- the moon. Oh, is Phoebe the? Is that a the, moon thing? Yeah, she's a moon titan. Oh, Phoebus, Phoebus, Phoebus. Right? Yeah, Phoebus. My mom wanted a moon name. Couldn't think of one. Uh, she wanted to name you Buzz. She wanted to name me Buzz. <laughs> this Buzz is our, Aldrin Bottoms. This yeah. is our son Buzz and our daughter the Moon. <laughs> <laughs> we I'm, wanted a moon name. That was the first one we thought of. We <laughs> called Phoebe the Moon. Uh, yeah. So what, what, than, yeah. what were some other some stuff we left on oh, the board? Yeah, uh, I, I want to say get, definitely going to get picked in free agency is Doc yeah. Holiday. Oh, Doc Holiday is so good. That's I forgot about really Doc Holiday. One. I'm your I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> Then again, you could be the Antichrist. God, he's so good. Everything he says in that movie. Val Kilmer's, yeah. Yeah, Doc Val Kilmer's Holiday. Doc Holliday. Andy Richter. Andy Richter, for Ed sure. McMahon. Absolutely. Andy Richter's about the sweetest guy yes. I've ever met in my yes. life. He's and so funny nice. and great. Yeah. yeah. Luigi. Luigi's That's great. That's a good one. I have Smithers, Dom DeLuise, uh-huh. Jeff Garland from Curb. Oh, Jeff would be good. Gary from Veep. Mm-hmm. Ice Cream Cones. Oh, another ice cream? We would have been real... Hard on that one too. I don't know if you would have been. Cones are more okay with the. Yeah, I think that's extra. They're doing more of an assist there. The guy who wore a suit and danced on stage while the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones played. (laughs) (laughs) Was that on your list? Yeah, it's on my list. It's right here under Jelly, Uh, which is a sidekick to peanut butter. Jelly's on mine. Yeah, is it really? Yeah, so is cheese of mac and cheese. Yeah, Uh, Silvio from Sopranos. Oh, Silvio, fries. Fries. fries Let me are, ooh. Ooh. fries are more of a sidekick than croutons. Oh yeah, perfectly. No, I think they're even. You're insane. You're, you're insane. insane. Yeah, you're, you're insane. No. You're wrong. If you'd picked fries, I would have been so into People that. No, been no, no. So you can get pick. you can get a side of fries independent of a burger more easily wait, 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 than you wait, can what get, did you say? A you can get a side of croutons. A what of fries? A side of fries. Uh, oh, like. Like as yeah, in side sidekick of fries? Like a sidekick of fries? You don't think a sidekick of fries, por favor. The fact that you uh, can't get a side of croutons might work against you. No, it doesn't because you it's intermeshed with the salad. You belong in prison. You belong in a prison <laughs> colony like Australia or Alcatraz. Or the moon. Or the moon. If we're lucky. Uh, <laughs> our uh, picks? Oh, oh, yeah. Any more? Any more? Uh, oh, I just uh, uh, oh yeah. Uh, Dr. Watson. Stimpy oh, and Dr. Of course, Dr. Watson. Stimpy and Pokey for me. Oh, wait, oh, or, Pokey from uh, Gumby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, nice. Love a sidekick you can ride. So the picks went like this. <laughs> a sidekick you can, you ride. can ride. That's what marriage is. That's the name of my autobiography. Phoebe Bottoms, you went with Hank Kingsley right out of the gate, and then Piglet, and then the Croutons. Yep. And then I Ed Norton so hard. from the Honeymooners, and then Rob Schneider. Yeah. I went second, and I took Chewbacca, and then George Costanza, and then Nate Dog, and mm-hmm. then Turtle, and then Canada. Alex Falcone, you went third and still managed to get Joe Biden and then Hermione Granger, Abu from Aladdin, Teller, and then the Earth's moon. Yeah, the moon. Yeah. <laughs> I I feel strong about this, but yeah. I feel like your list, hearing them all together, I think your list might have some more, it might hold together better. Yeah. And I feel like in distant third, croutons. Croutons. But... But with a couple That's of why we pick. have a vote. That's yep. why we have a vote, and it's up to you. That's Alex my vote. should have to eat salads without croutons for the rest of his life. I don't remember. Can I be honest with you guys? I don't remember the last time I even had a crouton on a salad. I had a crouton in the last week. I've had croutons four times, the fourth four times I've eaten the same salad in the same week. I like to do a nut instead. I like a salad right. bar. You a can pumpkin, do both. We a get it. Seed you right. have Whoa, a job. Pumpkin seed. <laughs> like a pumpkin seed or perhaps a pine nut. I, a pine nut. Oh, if you're fancy. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll take a sunflower seed. 
I'm fancy. <laughs> Do you not see the floral print on these khaki shorts? You are the fanciest, bro. Yeah. Are those uh, table tray pattern pants? Say what? Table tray pattern? It's from oh, like yeah, six the... hours ago. Yeah, yeah. Because table trays have floral patterns on them. Yep. So if your pants were like a table... Your pants like look a, like a tablecloth. Like a you, TV you tray? A, a table, oh. so you eat over your pants. Oh. And actually, you have rug-themed shoes, so it's, it's sort of like... It's a Pendleton It's a Pendleton, pe- Pendleton rug themed. a little bit like a rug. So you have a tablecloth on your legs and a rug for feet. I just, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. I heralded our podcast. And we're oh, yeah, yeah. Do, do a blackout it. Yep. right now. Tune in again next week for another brand new episode of All Fantasy Everything. Smoke weed every day. That was a HeadGum Podcast.